Ralph. It's time to kiss your ass goodbye. You ever hear that riff on the wrong beat? Does that happen to you? Sometimes I'll hear I think it's like, like an ACDC thing where like a lot of the guitars are on the upbeat. Yeah. Sometimes uh, I sometimes I hear a riff on the wrong beat and I'm like, I know this is wrong, but I can't hear it right. Yeah. You know, happens to me a lot. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to Mustard to Catch a Packet. I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. Another exciting journey into the wonderful lives of us. Into our sick, twisted minds. Sick and twi- <laughs> twisted, like the clown people. Uh, You're like twisted. Twi- oh, I thought I was. I was thinking twisted metal, but like twisted's like the other Juggalo band, right? Yeah, wow. that's right. And you I, can't I, say I, other Juggalos. There's only one group of Juggalos, bro. Yeah, but like you know, ICP is like the Juggalo band. I didn't know there. Were, I, didn't, I wasn't under. I was not under the assumption there was more than one juggalo. That's band. The, I don't like. Are they also juggalos? They're, they're juggalos. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. It's crazy. Oh, part, same family. That's yeah. crazy. I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much on the ICP lore. So yeah, there's so much lore in that uh, band. Dude, have you like d- dove into like some of that shit? I haven't. No. So, I mean, I know. Like, apparently, they're all cool people. That's what I. That's what I. That's like, what I, I, I hear that like every venue that they work with, they're it's a always communion. like ICP is like the easiest man to work with type of shit. I, really, even though I'm about to say that gets kind of sticky. I assume yeah. after the show, I think they. I think they use sugar free now. Respect. That's I love good. that. Well, the reason like I have one of my coworkers at work. He's a. He was an ICP head. I don't know what they call him. He was. He was a, a druggalo. He was a druggalo back in the day. Druggalo. I said druggalo. That's something else. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and he would tell me like he would tell me like the entire lore of all their like the, the circus stuff and like all, oh, all the, the dark out, carnival. The dark carnival. Yeah. He, would, he gave me like this entire lowdown of all this shit. I'm like this is fucking nuts. That's and, crazy. And like he told me, did you know they also made a movie? No, but we should watch it. We should it. watch it. Holy he said shit. it wasn't very good, but there is a movie. Of course not. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Thank you for coming to our ICP. Rant. What's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah. All right. Today's a big episode. It's going to be a big one. Yeah. I'm yes. excited for this yes. one. Uh, first off, thank you to everybody who's been listening so far. What are we, number 20 something? I forgot to write down here. 24, uh, I think. Uh, 24. Uh, this is episode 24. You're right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, This is this. This. <laughs> The subject of today's episode is Noise Brigade's greatest tragedy. <laughs> it's true. I so today we're talking about our what is this? This is our third full length record. Listen, I this I I I could call this album the technical uh, technically this is our debut studio album. <laughs> yeah, right, so, technically. Right, you're right, you're right. You're right. But on, on the lore of the Noise Brigade, mm-hmm. this is our third full length album. Yes. First one is a four piece. The fourth one that we recorded. Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, first is a four piece. Mm-hmm. Listening back on this record, I think the songs are very solid. Yes. It doesn't sound very good. Why I think that, though, is because on us. I don't think, think it so? was. I, I think it's on us. I feel like we could have been more critical of what we were doing at the time. And I, I partly agree. Re- and I feel like. We rushed ourselves too much. I think that was on us. Yeah, I think I I mostly agree. I think I think. Well, I mean, we can get into it later. But I think it was also rushed on the production end because um, there were two different mixes. Um, do you remember like the, the the like the first mix that we got from James that we were like, right? We we're like we're not happy with this, and then well, we got the second one. And we got the second it was one. Better. <laughs> it was yeah, it was better. But like we couldn't send any revisions because we had to leave on tour. Like. 
Oh, do you remember that? Like it was like we can't oh, like the, right. whatever we're getting right now is that's it. You know, that's what I mean? crazy. So I think if we had more time to go back and forth with them, it, it would have. Yeah, that's what that's it. so. There you go, rushed. It was yeah, it was, there yeah. Go. but it wasn't it, just us. I don't think it was. We were. I mean, we were the ones that played I feel, the songs. Well, the, you know? To me, it sounds like the circumstances were rushed initially, and then we couldn't, and then we were rushed. To also go on tour, right. so we didn't have that time. That was our choice. So, yeah, to, but we, I feel like what we, we should have got, we could have done is maybe, probably well, not. But we, we should have gotten the album and then and then planned our yeah. tour. But we did. We planned our tour after yeah. <laughs> as soon as we were done writing yeah. the album. I think we were so used to um, turnaround times from when the I do our records yeah. that we were like, because we I can like bust it out. Right, we could leave that week. You know, quality whatever, throw it out the window. I think the songs are pretty solid. This I day. love. Each and every song on and this I, album. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot of our friends also resonated with it. And, you know, there's some songs on there, too. There's one song in particular that we still play to this day. Every the oldest song. single show, I think, we've since we wrote this song, song, I think we, we have played it. played it every fucking show. So do we have a CD here? Hmm? Do we have a CD? Ooh. I would like to look at it. All right. It. We, All found, right. we, we found, found our physical copies. So we found some CDs nuts. One thing I do remember, um, I just as a message here, um, um, we went through two pressings of this. I mean, yeah. like quotation pressing where yeah. we, the, the label gave us a bunch to sell on the road. We sold them. Then we asked for more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I thought that was a big accomplishment yeah, for me. Cool, I mean, man. they gave us a hundred. So I was like second. Now, so like, oh, cool. Yeah, man. I feel like I feel like I remember us meeting up with them in New York and getting the CDs there. Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah. Like on one of the tours, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. This album um, was... Uh, when we, like, we we mentioned in the last episode, but this is the album when we started to get good. Yes, I think um, maybe maybe really, the performances aren't here aren't great. You but wouldn't I think, really be able to tell by listening <laughs> yeah. to the album. <laughs> yeah, maybe not listening to the album, but uh, I think it's I we could I could be up my own ass about this, but I think in terms of songwriting, where um, I think this really was a huge leap forward for us as a, a four piece, massive jump yeah. forward, mm-hmm. like. Um, there's a reason why we don't play too many songs off of mountains. Why we don't play any songs off of it anymore because we like it was just a cl- completely eclipsed by how much better we got by like, by the right. time we were, we were writing. But yeah, I mean, like like I said, this is a big deal for us. Like I said, we signed to Manicat, we flew to New York, and we've recorded this in an actual studio. <laughs> we did. Yeah, that was. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but that was always. Oh, there's no lyrics. It's just the special thanks. Is it not? There's oh, no I lyrics. thought the lyrics were on here too. That's what I thought. Um, no, I guess not. Um, that was like one of my l- l- childhood dreams was to record a full length record in a studio. You know, spent a lot of time writing. We did. I want to say that. I want to say the second half of 2016 was all writing for this record, and yeah. then and then really and then and then picking the songs we were going to record at the end of after actually when we got back from the offspring that's when we picked all the songs getting ready yeah and then two months later in january we flew to new york and did this yeah we stayed at pete's house the labels uh presence um thank you again Pete, for doing that Ooh. it was so it was so cool because we were gone for like a week and every day this is what i really remember about this record is once again just hanging out with my friends being fucking stupid for an entire week but <laughs> we were going crazy but it was so cool like we're on a brought play the fucking new york yarping our, yarping our sorry sorry pete for listening <laughs> pete picks us up we're just staying at his house it was so cool because it's you know we go to we wake up at oh, i gotta burp okay oh, okay or throw up um oh was good was it good? Yeah, it was all right. Um, we wake up at 10 every day. Mm-hmm. We go to the studio. 
Inanuit? 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 Inanuit, something like that, somewhere in New York. And then we work until 10 at night. Yeah. And then did that for six days out of the Full seven. Full 12 hour days. Yeah, there was all. Studio. I loved it. It like, was so much fun. And it was cool because once, once I was done with all my shit, I played Persona 4 on the little couch they had in the back Is there. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, dude. That's awesome. So sick. Yeah, I remember they had that couch by the by the booth. Yeah, where like, it was like it was the, you open the door to the drum booth and like there's like no space. Yeah, there's <laughs> the drums. Yeah, yeah so yeah. but I was on that couch just playing Persona 4 the entire time when I, was, when I wasn't doing anything. I love that for you. Um, on your Vita? On my Vita. That's, That's right. Awesome. Shouts out to the Vita. You dude, know, if you, you, a, if, you had a P, if you had a PS Vita, email us. Dude. I rocked the Vita for years before the Switch came out. Wow. I mean, I still rock it to this day, but like I always brought my Vita. Underrated handheld. Very underrated handheld. The only thing that sucks about the Vita is the memory thing. It's, oh, it's they, fucking it's, proprietary drive fucking bullshit. What are they thinking? Motherfuckers. Why couldn't you just use a fucking goddamn disc like the rest yeah, of the damn just people? Just make it easy. God. God damn. The Vita could have been so much better if it didn't have that fucking memory card. It was the PSP too. I know. How could you fail? <sighs> I mean, my rant over, over okay, with sorry. the PSP. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> What else I remember? So yeah, the studio record at it was the label studio. Um, it was a very small studio. Yeah, Pete I, had made it um, out of this garage. Like I say, out of a garage, but it was really nice. It was very small, mm-hmm. and it was very very nice. Yeah, like I'm not gonna. I don't want to diminish anything from this because like it was a studio. He had a really nice console. Um, really nice, really console, nice, yeah. and I think he gave us a he gave us a piece of paper that had all the records that have been recorded with this thing, and like with that particular with console? that particular console, and there was like a bunch of bands on there, and my one chemical of romance? my chemical romance, three cheers, three cheers for sweet revenge was recorded yeah. on it. I think the black parade too. That's I'm crazy. not a my chemical romance fans, but I'm sure some of you guys could kick out of that. It's but, not your chemical romance. It's it's what is it your or mine? Oh, it's not mine. Uh, I'm straight edge. Uh, I can't remember any other bands. Okay. A lot. <laughs> I think the starting line. Maybe? Yeah, I feel like also a lot of like because you know in New York, New Jersey area. I think a lot of bands from that area. Yeah, um, recorded their albums on that console. Really fucking nice. He had this really nice booth where uh, for the drums in there and um, where you can do vocals. And God, one thing too was like he had all these fucking guitar amps. Oh my! And God. that was one of the best parts too because like you know we had here's here's the here's the thing about Noise Brigade. We did not get good gear until. 2018 after this after this yeah. i got like i gotta tell you guys you know f- like i said before in our fucking previous rants you know just get shit that works and rock it doesn't really matter because no one gives a shit yeah. but i feel like after this is we're like man Damn, i would really sick. like a nice amp now yeah <laughs> was, i remember uh he had so many fucking amps it was so cool it was like a candy store because it was, yeah. he's like pick an amp and i was like oh what'd you end up what'd you I use i used the same amp that i own today oh I, jcm I, 2000 it was a jcm 2000 into a orange 412 we, we both used the well, four, yeah we both used the 412 i used we're getting really nerdy here if, if you're gearhead but i used and it's an amp i honestly if i see a good price for this amp i will buy it i don't want to buy There's a lot of different variants of it you gotta yeah, sure there are a lot, the head i have now is great but i don't really buy a lot of heads now um but what was it? Is a Mesa it was, Stiletto. It was a Mesa Stiletto. It was like Deuce. The, I think there's like there's like the Stiletto Deuce or like the, and the Ace yeah, or whatever. That's, that's right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's it's based. It's like Mesa's version of an orange or something. Yeah, it sounds or right. something like that. But it was such a sick it amp. So sick. It sounded so awesome. I think that's one thing about this. Like the mix is whatever. But if you really dive and listen to the guitar tones, the guitar tones the guitars are pretty good. sound pretty good. Pretty, pretty sweet. So. I think the guitars are the, are the only thing that sounds like sound really good yeah yeah um one thing that sucks that the bass doesn't sound that good on this no, right there well yeah we'll get into that <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> sorry luke <laughs> yeah he played good but 
Why didn't you just go direct in? Huh? I don't know. I don't know. But that's not, that's either here it's or there. Neither here nor there. there um, but, uh, yeah, we. I uh, I remember when we wrote a lot of these songs in, in 2016. All I mean, all of them. Yeah. Um, and I remember we we were we were just fucking drilling them over and over. Yeah. And uh, we we knew the tempos for everything. We had the tempos all mapped yeah. out and everything. 100%. That was the beginning of that. And yeah. Elias was practicing to a metronome. Yeah. So when, we, when he got into the studio, he you know yeah. he could do I it. I think if I Elias had all his drums in one day, sixteen songs. I look back on that moment and I wish we'd taken another day on it. I agree because a lot of the the drums aren't quantized in this. And it's um no no offense to Elias I think he did great overall as as a drummer doing that in one day unbelievable unbelievable to a standard that should be met should have taken another day yeah because <laughs> we, we we chose to have another day well we'll get into it yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but he did sixteen songs in twelve hours yeah and that's great and that like, that's that includes setup time and yeah. everything that's. Uh-huh absolutely fucking insane that just goes to show how practiced he was right you know he really cared about all these songs and he, yeah. he knew them but like i said we should have cared a little more and taken one more day yeah that's that's 100 <laughs> percent true that's another another example of it being rushed yeah um, um i think luke did all his bass in one day i remember particularly luke also was um having a little trouble we had the he was nervous he was nervous i think uh, i think what people don't understand when you're recording especially in a studio setting there's, you know, the, when the red light's on, there's a little bit of fucked up pressure right there. It feels different. Yeah, because, you know, you, like I said, I think I've mentioned before, recording is like putting a microscope on you and, mm-hmm. and just and just getting every meticulous little thing out of you to make the best performance. Yeah. And, and it, 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 it can like, be very nerve wracking. And, and when you know that it takes more times than you would like it, it gets really annoying. Like, you fuck! get frustrated and you get annoyed because you might you might be um, getting the engineer mad and all that stuff. And it's like, it, I, I get it. That yeah. sucks. Um, and this is, I think, I, this is the first time Luke had been recorded by anybody other than me. That's true. So yeah, this is his first studio experience. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. we, I mean, we were so, in, we so that's fucked up pressure right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's right. never done it before. So um, I mean, we were very close, and we still are. Yeah. You know? I think but if like, I remember correctly, you ended up staying with him to do all the bass stuff. Yeah. Everybody and fucked me, off. And the meal ice fucked off. I was like, we're gonna go to Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And he and he we knocked it out. And um, I remember. Um, I was very excited um, because I was, I was so because we were so, so I'm very particular, you know, about mm. certain rhythms and stuff. We have to all have to be on the same beat. I know you're the same way, mm. um, but sometimes, was, you, sometimes you catch it more than I do. Like I'll, yeah, do, I'll, I do, a, I'll do a pass through and I feel like I'm on the beat, but then mm. you'll be like, oh, no, you missed it. then when I hear it, like you're right. Why did I not? It's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so because we so we drilled these songs so much, um, I was so confident in everybody, like. I like I I still had to like coach a little bit when we, yeah. when we were recording, but it was nice for me to not to just sing and play guitar. That was yeah. You know what I mean, it was you, a lot of pressure or anything. Um, yeah. so that felt really good. Um, but I did. I was like, I, I don't know if you remember, but I was like still like overseeing, making sure everybody's on the beat. And all yeah, that kind of, yeah. That no, kind I saw. Yeah, you were like kind of your captain. While I, I while, can't while, stop while you know? I was sitting on the couch playing Persona yeah. Four. Yeah, <laughs> but like if I, if I like Freaking. if I I wouldn't have been able to not do that. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just, that's just ingrained in yeah. me for doing it for so many years. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the only trouble. We'll, we'll we'll get to it, but like oh, and we got a shout out to our boy James, oh, our James engineer. Do. No, we haven't worked with a lot of engineers, but I got to say, James is one of the greatest engineers we ever worked with. You know, <laughs> James, the fucking man. He 
he worked so fucking hard and and, and the other engineer brett was also great yeah he was very sweet um i think i remember he only was there for two days though he wasn't very he wasn't there very much but yeah, yeah james was our main engineer and um he was awesome he he worked all like the whole time with us those 12 hour days yeah and he I think it's like had, one day he had to like do something but like yeah i think you're right yeah but uh but he was there most of the days he was learning all the songs as they came yeah and i noticed it too because he'd be like hey i noticed you're doing this let's let's put this on another track and like yeah but like i was like that was really cool and, and he, he just and he was just a cool guy to hang out with and he got our humor and like, yeah, we were, that yeah. was another thing too and you know because we're fucking stupid yeah. so it's funny to walk in this environment never knowing these people and when like i said when the four of us in a room we're fucking idiots going nuts <laughs> and um and he it was in a good mood the whole time he yeah. never cracked once we were actually all in good in good moods yeah. the whole time you know i was i was i was i was just fucking beaming the time yeah time. it was so fun it was so much fun but, and like james like james was was part of that and i think having somebody else like on on you know that was producing the record like being a good mood like that the whole time was like i think it helped keep us you gotta keep yeah. us like keep us uh, I think that's a, that's a good thing for a good engineer is to keep the band motivated and I, I think he did a great job in that also I loved his New Jersey accent oh my god <laughs> anytime he would anytime you like not get mad but like say something up like he's just like hey let's do that again yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm ready <laughs> it again hey, we loved his voice so much that we had him open the record yeah <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> so James if you're listening I hope you're doing well yes and we love you we still love this him. day I think we, we, we still contact him today yeah. we, we, he's on all our in social media so we talked to him oh god I he's a great love guy you. i great love that guy. guy i think the last time i saw him when we uh i think 2019 when we um did our find what you love tour he came and stood to a show for i think so you're right that's right yeah. and I we think have, that was the one uh, there was like a big fest kind of uh, do you remember that in some kind of tavern in new york i don't remember it was like all manic cat bands oh no um i feel like no it was just new jersey that was oh. in new york but he came out usually because it was like it was like he had to pick one it was like oh. they're both like an hour away i'll go to this one oh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. But it was great to see him. James, like once again, hope you're doing well. Wonderful and, guy. And we love you. We got to talk about the toaster. Oh, yeah. You want to oh get this story? God. There's oh. no bathroom in this fucking studio. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so, you know, you rolled to the studio first day. You got your bagel. You know, we're making coffee. Oh, to Pete, every day we stop by at this fucking deli and we get these... um these uh breakfast sandwiches they were so fucked up. so goddamn good and like real new york breakfast bagels yeah, and shit it was awesome so oh, it was odd we got the whole experience but you know you get your you get your fucking bagel in the morning you, you drink your coffee you half get, an hour later you gotta take a yeah shit you always whoa i shit um there's no there's no bathroom here dude right so they're like you can go a number two outside if you have to go number one let someone know and like pete was like gonna call one of his people and drive i think us. you got it backwards dude was the other way Number one is P. Is number one P? Yeah. My bad. So okay, I'm going to say P and poop then. If you had to pee, it's outside. Yeah. If you had to poop, um, uh, uh, Pete will call his yeah. people. And yeah. <laughs> then they come. They come. It was, okay. They I blindfold you. Put the- literally, literally, Pete took care of us so well. To, like he had, he had every we did like we had rides. We have everywhere we need to go. So I appreciate Pete yeah, for all he was that. our chauffeur. Yeah, and it everything. was so sick. Um, so, you know, half an hour in. Hey, dude, I got to pee. Um, I was like, well, you can uh, go in the woods across the street. I'm like, all right, sick. Nah, we don't care. So one of us, I don't remember who, but we, one of us found a toaster. That's out right. There. There's toaster. <laughs> so there's like woods outside of this house. And yeah, there's like, it's a fucking toaster. Oh, and, that's pretty cool. <laughs> So that was what we peed on for the entire week. We call it the piss toaster. Every time you had to pee, we go outside, buy that, that toaster. That thing was riddled with piss. <laughs> you could just see it just fill oh. up. I was, 
It's so fucking gross, dude. I shit. I had to shit once, oh and it was so. Fu- I didn't shit on the toster. Oh, that you would've, shut up. That would have been that would have been disrespectful. I think. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I can't shit on the piss toaster. Damn it. Um. So I like shit like. A hu- I took a huge shit out of like you did the old tree. squat or did you go 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 up against a tree? I want to went up against a tree. Respect you have to. That's the way to do it. It's yeah because it has to feel like I'm against a toilet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the defecation. I remember when you came the back. Defecation situation. I remember you came back in after taking the shit, and like Pete was like, "What took you so long?" Oh, I took a shit. And then Pete's like, "Outside? Why'd you say something?" I really had to go. You guys were busy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like I brought some paper towels with me and I shit. Yeah. So I wipe my ass. I, I think the best part. I think you took the paper towels. You you were not like Pete was busy doing his thing, but you were like kind of hiding. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna take a shit outside. Do not tell yeah. Pete. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other thing I remember. I'm sorry. There's just so many uh, such funny a, things. Such a great week. Um, <laughs> I think Elias. So we went out to Burger King while somebody was doing something. And um, we all got, you know, beverages as you do. And Elias, like, put some, like, fireball or something in his drink, uh-huh. in his, like, Burger King cup. And, you know, there's drinks sitting everywhere in the fucking studio. Yeah. I remember, like, I just picked up a drink. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you break edge? I didn't, well, I didn't, I didn't swallow it. Okay. I, 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 like, I, like, took a sip and I, like, tasted, like, the alcohol. And, like, me and, I, me and Elias locked eyes at the same time. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I just like spat it back in the thing. He's like, we will not tell anybody about this. until now. And now here Don't I am tell telling Eric. a thousand people about it. Is, is it okay to put it in your mouth? You just can't swallow it. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's, I'm not, it's like, I'm not, I'm going to drink this. And so I can get drunk. You know what I'm saying? I was okay. like, oh shit. In I, I accidentally tasted right, it. Okay. I mean, it's not, it's right. not breaking edge, you know? Right on. All right, let's get into this. Let's this fucking is do it. fine. Um, when this album came out, March something. Like March May fifth. Okay, but I say I feel like March is way too soon after recording it. Yeah, May. Okay, May fifth is when this record came out. All right, let's learn about each other. We've never really talked about what these songs are about, and today is the first day we are finally going to dive into this. Yeah, learn each little something about each other. And there's there's some that are obvious. True. Some that are not so. Some obvious. not so obvious. So let's get into it. All right. All right. Theme song for a Long Island backyard show. Yo, hold my coffee. I'm trying to talk. Hey, yo, DJ, spin that shit. It's a new day I went away to start again I'm burning everything I'm learning how to sing on my I'm walking own. on a you just heard you, that. That's James's voice in the very beginning. That's right. James, James, the titular James from Whose Jersey. Whose idea was that? I don't remember. But whoever it was, I love that. I it's, love like, you. It's I'll one of those things. It's like, like I said, it's like hearing when like Luke's voice in the last record. Yeah. It, hearing James, like, oh, it's good to hear from James. Not James. Yeah. Um, Yo, DJ, play that shit. Hold my coffee. <laughs> I love his. Hold my coffee. It's so good. It's so. And that's real. God, I love. That's real. You're doing well, man. Um. Yeah, so uh, theme song for a Long Island backyard show. A couple things about the name. Um, lifetime reference. There's a Lifetime song theme song for a New Brunswick um, basement show. That's, That's right. This is like yeah. a direct. And this is it's a reference to the, the backyard show that we played in, on Long Island. That's right. The cops yeah. got called. I think we kind of split lyrics on this, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, um, I wrote uh, the skeleton of it. I wrote my first verse, and then you wrote the second verse, which is something we would do later. This actually. song is weird. It's like a 5-4 riff, right? Yeah, um, this is, I think, the only time on the record where it's... Um, weird time signatures. It's got odd times, time signatures, yeah. I remember you introduced this. Um, 
I remember the initial, if I remember correctly, you were like, I wrote a, I wrote a raw song in 5-4, and I was like, Ugh. here's my thing with 5-4. 5-4 is okay. I just, it's not a very, to me, it's not a very um, catchy melody, yeah. and it, depending, I guess. <sighs> What's that? What's, I can't think of a 5. I can't even tell you. Clint no, Eastwood. That one's okay. No, not Clint Eastwood. No, it's, uh, um, it's... I think the song is called 5-4. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, one's cool. that one's cool because the guitar is in 5-4. The drums are in 4-4. Four, four. That's right. That's and it really just cool. like rotates. Did you write a riff in 5 one time? Like, I did. Way back I, in the day? Way back in the day, but I didn't like it. Yeah. What I do... What? What's, there's one Soundgarden song that's in 5-4. Don't if you want an end it. Do down through now. I feel like a lot of grudge band wrote in five four back in the day. Five, yeah, a lot, four, of, seven, a, lot of, four. a lot of five, a lot of six, yeah. and a lot of seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing about the uh, thing about the because the, the, there are parts in five, and there are also some parts in seven. That's right. Yeah. And um, that main riff, the that's that's the part that's in five. You kind of can't tell. I think it's it just because I think it's we use the taco beat over it. Yeah. It kind of masks it. It just goes one, two, three, four, five, yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um. The rhythm is it's just it's just catchy, you know. It just works. Um, and um, then it goes into like this the, this real fast punk part. Yeah, um, I remember um, I had the I had the idea for this song one time. I was like just kind of jamming on an acoustic in this in this apartment over here, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, "Fuck, I, I think I got something." And then I um, me and Elias just met up at the st- at the at the practice space, and I was like, "Yeah, check these ideas out." I have, um, and we just jam. He, he like he he just just intrinsically like got it, you know, even mm-hmm. though like there were weird times in terms of just like kind of, all right. Okay, cool. Yeah. He, he, and he wasn't like thinking, like, counting, I don't, counting think, I don't think he ever had a problem. Yeah. With Elias to anything with that stuff. Yeah. He was, I think, yeah, I think the only thing I really had an issue was like, when we ever did like double, like double bass stuff, mm-hmm. but by that, but this was the start of that. We started, we stopped doing we it. We were done. Yeah, yeah. There was one song, but I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, <clears throat> it was, I, I, it just continues the trend of having a, a just a fucking, rager as the opener you know yeah mm-hmm. uh it's a fast punk song in b in b and, and um yeah and the chorus at the end is i think all this time, um, uh, yeah that's in five um and then like the pre-chorus is in like seven it's just a, a bunch yeah, of it's weird it's cool. i mean look yeah. i think the best i think the song works because it's not very long yeah i agree that's yeah. like though you can have all this crazy shit and not have it but because it's, it's less than like it's two minutes like on the dot yeah, yeah so i feel like it's not that long so it's not enough to really get it's enough to like holy shit what's happening and then right. it ends and it's over my yeah. opinion yeah so um lyrically i think um i don't know i think i think it's just starting new i guess right it is yeah, yeah. like I think what what I was going for it's honestly like it's kind of it's a little self-referential it's like a little fourth ball breaky like Ooh, um love Metal Gear Solid do you <laughs> I know that I know that you do. um I think a lot of my lyrics for this song um are a little self-aware like I, I know like I didn't sound very good on the last record but I'm or like like I like I know like I've I've just I've never been happy with my voice before like <clears throat> Um, learning how to sing on my own, that, that type of shit. Um, oh, um, that like that's like that could be seen as a metaphor, but that was literal. I'm learning how to sing on my own. That's kind of cool. <laughs> so it's a song about learning how to sing, basically. That's, and, pretty, um, that's pretty sweet. Thank you. I didn't know that. Um, and and kind of. I think I took when I when I heard your lyrics. I think I just took it was like something. To me, the I guess it still works with you. Or the concept to me just felt like oh, we're maybe we're trying something new and we're stoked yeah. for this new thing and yeah. And I also I felt like it was. Um, I mean, it's obviously much less angry than our last opening track. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a lot of the lyrics 
have to do with growing out of the shadow of being a five piece, you know, like ah, um, yeah, I can kind of now, that that. now that we've been doing it. I, like I, I can see that in the last, um, last part of that. I'm not fucking around kind of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. exactly. It's, it's really just a self-referential. Like this time I'm not fucking around. Uh, the person that I am now is changing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love this song. We uh, we played this forever until Find What You Love. Like we always did this thing where, um, like I said, every record it was the first two tracks we always came out swinging with back to back, back to back, and just how it was. And then I think for a little bit too, we'd always then the last ones that were the first two, we'd move them to the last of the set. Yeah, <laughs> we did that for a little bit. Did we too. ever do that with these two songs? I don't think we did. Maybe we did with Scars and Memory. I know that. Yeah, like, I know ooh, we did for, that for a while. Bit. Yeah, um, because the, they just become so well known because yeah. they're openers. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna close with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I love I love theme song. Um, I really like the ending, the bow out, kaboom, bow out. Yeah, that's really. We always went so hard. I love that part too. Part so sick. We always went I always so loved, hard. Like, I always loved the parts that you write where you can just go nuts. Yeah, oh, yeah I always love those parts. That Thank you, write you for that. Um, you yeah, just go fucking gnarly. I think theme song. It's one of my favorite openers that we ever had. I think, I think so too. It's it's a real rage. I remember too. This also the first. This song was also the first to get on some playlists. Like, it was? I think so. That's I'm crazy. not mistaken. Yeah. So cool. It was a good opening track. Thank you. I mean, it's very catchy. Like, it's a new day. Yeah. That, that fucking melody is killer. It's great. It's a good um, melody. I, I, so this is going to come up a, a lot um, on this episode, but I was watching a lot of pro wrestling when we were writing this record. Uh, and um, you may think that I accidentally ripped this off. Ripped the, it's a new day. Ripped that off from Good Charlotte, but I didn't. I was taking it from the new the pro wrestling faction, the New Day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a re- that was. He's just literally saying, "Hey, it's a new day. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yes, it is." Um, uh, so that's that's where my brain was when we were going into this. Um, so yeah, uh, theme song fucking rocks. Love it. Um, ten out of ten. I give it a ten. Yeah, a lot of these songs are gonna be like nines and tens. Yeah, I I could, I could see one song maybe that is a below an eight on this record. Honestly, right on. Brother. All right, let's move on. Next one, Spark Mandrill Syndrome. Nathan song. A Nathan song. Um, the title is a reference, so um, if you guys don't, we watch a lot of YouTube. Maybe you guys too. We also play a lot of video games. Oh, we play a lot of fucking video games, my it's, friend. You can combine um, those two. Um, there's one of our YouTubers. You, I don't know if he's my favorite anymore, but uh, <laughs> um, I think he got convicted for tax evasion or something. Ah! I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. if you're going to convict crime, white collar is the way to go. Hey. Um, but he coined a term called Spark Mandrill Syndrome. And if you play Mega Man, we're a huge. Well, I don't know if everyone in the band is, but you and me, Doug, oh, love, yeah. Mega Man. love Mega Man. Mega Man X. Mega Man X specifically. Yeah. Um, it's just a term that means for like, because. I'm getting really nerdy here, but like a really easy kind of boss fight you're in. Yeah. But it applies towards anything. Anytime there was a boss fight, it's really easy. Any game. Oh, this thing has Mark Spark Mandrill syndrome. Yeah. If it's yeah. like it's like where you can like basically stun the boss using their weakness yeah. and just like pulverize them. Exactly. Basically. But that's right. I thought it was just a cool name. It's it, a cool name. Yeah. It had nothing to do with it. Honestly, I think the song names on this record are all awesome. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> we were popping off. Um, this was the first song I actually wrote for the record. Cool. Um, and it's the first song we released. It's a single. Um, I think it's just a banging punk rock song. It pop is punk and your leads on it. I think it's just an excuse for you to just shred. I was rocking, dude. I mean, like I had the I think the melodies are very strong in this on this song. I agree. Um, I love the coda it has a coda. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and it's fucking great. I, I, I do love this song to this day. Me too. Um, I, I, I wanted to bring it back for when we did the acoustic stuff. I, yeah, I think I think this is an awesome song. I'd love to start playing it again. Yeah, I think I think it's just mostly it's just it's just a it's just way up the ass pop punk kind of thing. And it's 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 kind of high in a register. It is. Too. It is very it's high not to sing. Like, it is like the highest in my register to sing this song. It's not impossible, but it's like it's not, it's not it's comfortable. Hard, yeah. So if we're gonna play this song, maybe do the thing we do now with Dokum Calling and play it in a half step yeah. or a half step lower. Um, but I really love um, the in the yeah in the verses. verses. Those I think really that was cool. your idea to, was to chop it. If I'm not mistaken, it was a chop it up it like probably that. Probably was something <laughs> like that. It sounds like a you thing. Okay, here's lyrical content. You're not gonna get the, you're gonna kick out of this. So this song is about. I don't. I don't think I ever told you this because of one of the songs coming up. I didn't want to overshadow. This song is about the complicated dynamic I had with my dad. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> no fucking yeah. way! Holy shit! I don't think I told you at the time because your song was such a powerful song to talk about a dad. Oh yeah, where I felt like yeah, it's, his is a bigger deal. So I'm That's gonna crazy. I'm gonna keep this to myself. Wow! It's funny I never told you this until now. That's crazy. <laughs> I would I wouldn't have thought. You know, oh, were you trying to one up me or something yeah. like that? I, 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 th- think, I, I think thought what that. I thought because I knew you wrote in your passing, which we'll get to. <laughs> oh, we'll get and, to. And it. then I was like, uh, I also wrote a song about my dad, but uh, I don't know if I want to say because when you listen to the lyrics, it doesn't sound like it's about I anybody. Never, never. Yeah, that's in why a it's, it's about the dynamic that. of the relationship. Because wow. I always so I'm gonna get fucking fucking real here. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Um, so you know I. I've said before, my dad was my dad was really old. My parents had a thirty year difference. So my when I was born, my dad was sixty years old. That's crazy. So and he passed away when he was um almost eighty. I was fifteen when he passed away. But that entire time, I think so my dad also he was an iron worker all his life. So you can only imagine being in that kind of around those kind of like maybe misogynistic kind of tendencies and yeah. like, hey, look at me. I'm going to drink a beer and smoke kind of attitude. So when my dad had me, I'm only speculating from therapy and like looking back of my relationship with him. He had when he had me, he was home all the time because he had also been married three fucking other times. And I, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he was, that. yeah my, my mom was his fourth wife. Well, because he was, and also he was never home all the time. He was an eye worker. And with those three other wives he had, he had a bunch of other kids. I have like a few half brothers and he was never home for them. So when he had me, I was always home. He was always home because he retired by the time he had me. So he was always home. And I think I'm obviously speculating, but I think when he had me and I was home all the time, I don't think he knew what to do. I don't wow. think he knew how to. I think I don't think he knew how to relate to me because it was a new. Thing it was for a new thing. Like I, it's like I've never really stayed a lot at home with my kids that much as I was always working, and now I'm home all the time and I'm hanging out with this kid. So my dad didn't really know how to love me. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's crazy. And there are times growing up where you know he would say stuff he thought was okay to like to toughen me up, but deep down, like there's some there's a line here like. Maybe I'm happy being who I am. Maybe you need to probably accept that, Dad. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's some lines in there. Like I said, you listen to this song; it doesn't sound like that at all. It's it's literally me talking to myself and telling my dad, "Hey, I think I'm I think I'm doing great." Wow, I appreciate. I, I, but I also at the end there, I appreciate everything you tried to do. But I'm also understanding your differences and trying not to be that. If that makes any sense, yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah. And um, especially there's like there's a line in the coda. Um, I think I'm getting better. I'll hold it all together. Last thing I remember is you telling me. So that line, last thing 
I remember is you telling me it's not a statement. It's a question because I don't remember the last thing you said to me when you passed away. Wow. <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty heavy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> so it was always that. It's always just just um, because, you know, I, I still love my dad. You know, I love him to this day. I'm tearing up a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love my dad, you know, but I I think he did the best he could when he growing up with me and given the circumstances, given the circumstances you know? of how he did, you know, he also had to deal a lot. With my mom, my mom was not the most mentally healthy person. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine what I was like for him trying to deal with that. And also like, how do I raise this kid now? Which is why I think bless his heart in some way. When he had Charlene, he kind of fixed all that because <laughs> they had a better relationship. Yeah, right? they okay. did. I think he fixed all that. Um, with Charlene. So I guess if I didn't get most of it, he came, at least Charlene came out good from the relationship. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I appreciate everything he did for me. And to this day, like, but I mean, there's a lot of good things from him that I, pre- and that I, that I, that I referenced in the song, like his worth ethic, his, um, his, um, his, my dad was always a good person for giving. I think that's why, like, if you notice me, I, I don't know if maybe you can speculate on this, but I'm, I'm a big giver. Yeah. I don't mind buying people food or like getting people stuff. <laughs> like, and I get that from my dad. And that was always good quality. Um, and like this line here, I'm falling down. You're picking me up. Like, that's a, just a reference, you know, to like, I maybe you make me feel like shit sometimes, but at the same time, there are times in my life where you did the other, you did the opposite. Yeah. You know? And then procrastinating to be insecure. And I think I'm getting better with these the way he would sometimes verbally kind of like bring me down to make me seem tougher. Oh, okay. Where, um, and then me realizing that like, hey, I'm, I think I'm fine. You don't have to do that. And me kind of accepting that in some way. Whoa. It's, this, it's a lot, man. I, I think this is the time when I really kind of took my lyrics and really kind of really went deep inside Nathan. That's because, cr- you know, I always, I always liked the lyrics for this song. But I, I, I thought, well, I, remember when, I remember when you wrote them, I was like, this is like a nice, like, because like, this is, in, this is in the middle of an era when I feel like, I would say it's like the tail end of like the sad boy, yeah. pop punk kind of thing. And it's like, this is kind of a really interestingly positive song. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's interesting and sad, I guess, at the same it's time. It's sad. Now, now that I know the context of it, it's, <clears throat> but when I, when you first presented it, I was like, this is cool like this is different from what i what like a lot of bands are doing because it's always like i'm sad feel bad for me yeah this is i I remember once it like there was one lyric on here this is um i'm here with me and i'm thinking that this is fine and i'm because i'm trying like Mm -hmm. i'm just me saying like i'm dad i'm fine being who i am and and i'm still trying and i but i'm still trying to make you happy right in some kind of weird way yeah so that's really wow cool. dude. i remember when i re- introduced this line you guys like why are you saying i'm fine here with me and i'm like well it makes sense because like, i'm by myself I'm by myself yeah, yeah, yeah. and like there's a it, whole bunch of little and it sounds good it's, yeah. it sings well yes so that was the most that was a big important and thing sing that line yes that's right yes it's a crazy song that is fucking nuts, it's a great dude. song i think i said i love it to this day so you learned something there, my friend. <laughs> I certainly fucking did. I I also remember too, when, like, so we also made a music video for this song. And I remember when the director came in, because Pika is a director and everything, he came in and he's like, from what I hear from this song, it sounds like some kind of positive going forward and doing stuff. And I'm sitting there going, sure. Yeah, I, I guess not, so. Because like, first of all, if I was to tell him what the song was really bad, how the fuck are we going to make a video right. that, for that concept? Yeah. And we, I think we picked the song because it was like the most... It was like the obvious like pop punk banger, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. For the single, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. yeah I, but I, I, my favorite lyrics are like this, where it says something, and from on paper, 
Oh, okay. I obviously know what this is about, but it's really... You really yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, let's look behind the words of here. Oh, pick That's kind of thing. fucking crazy. I think this is the time when I really got really... I feel, maybe you could say I'm wrong, I really got good with my lyrics on this. I fucking completely agree. I mean, this was the record, dude. This, I'm, Like I said before earlier, dude, this is when we started being good, like, yeah. as artists, I think. Mm. Um, I'm gonna continue this trend, too. Yeah. Um, that's... you, Dude... Yeah, y'all, y'all motherfuckers don't know. Y'all motherfuckers don't uh, even know. <laughs> Nathan's like, dude, we're gonna learn a lot about each other about this episode. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? You, and like, dude, song two, and I'm like, what? Like, my mind is fucking blown. You're That's, more, you're more. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe we'll learn more on that. I feel like you're always a very more um. My um, lyrics are a little bit more obvious. More, I think. Uh, there's a word for that too, where that's like it's more straightforward, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where um, you know, like I see a dog. Yeah, we know you're seeing a dog. Yeah, where I'm like, um, smelly, smelly brown nose fart. Where I'm also talking about the dog, right. but you don't know that I'm talking about a That's dog. Crazy. If that makes any sense, smelly, and both brown are nose fine. Fart. And both both ways to approach that are fine. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, Spark Mandrel Syndrome Syndrome is the first of I believe four songs on the record that have the phrase "This is fine" in it yeah. in the lyrics, which. It was, that was the concept for this record. It was like finding, finding happiness in the complacency. Yeah, is that does that sound right? Am I saying that right? Uh, I don't know form? about complacency, but like, um, I get, I for me, it's by the end of the record, it'll be obvious. But um, for me, it's just okay. Well, I'm here in this like fucked up light, like life that I found myself in yeah. this this last year. Yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. got to find. I've got to, but at the same time, I've got these friends that I can do this with. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've, there's so many amazing things that are going on in my life. And it's kind of, I think overall, the, the tone of it, like the overall overarching tone of the record is positive. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like trying to find, right. That makes more sense. Trying to find and finding like the things that make that like get you through those, that, that, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So, um, and like, I think that this is fine lyric has different meanings in each of the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like it, it contextually. Like, this is like being like in this song, like being fine with who I am. Yeah. There are some songs like this is fine of the ending of the relationship. Yeah. Um, this is fine. The situation I'm in, it doesn't hurt me that much. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. Finding like, like you're two poisons, pick one. <laughs> this yeah. is fine. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it did come from the meme, I believe. Huh? It did come from the, mini- the from the meme. Actually, you know where I first coined it. Huh? So, um, so we're, me and Elias, I think we did coin. I think we did get it from the meme. But from it, my, it has like a real my meme. earliest version of like really going like this is hilarious. Um, we were watching that movie Forty Days and Forty Nights. Have you seen this movie? I don't think so. Well, it's, 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 I forgot who's in it. It's a movie about this guy who gives up sex for Lent. <laughs> for 40, oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Wait, really? Yeah. Well, this is where he, that comes from. It doesn't, he doesn't say the line, but there's a part in it where like he can't, you know, he can't have sex. So he's with this chick oh, and they're just, yeah. oh, they're yeah. just naked. They're like brushing each other with like flowers or something and uh, just kind of like feeling each other, not actually having sex. And the camera pans to his face and his face isn't the most uncomfortable, like kind of pissed off thing and mm-hmm. then me and Elias are watching it I'm just like laughing we go this is fine ah! <laughs> <laughs> and we just start bursting out laughing 
<laughs> that's to be worried. That's right, where right it comes here, this from. is fine first. That's just that moment watching that movie with Elias. I did know that. You know, that, that just jogged my memory. Yeah, that's and he's like, fucking like, hilarious. Like, he's just like blowing like pedals, and like he's like, oh god, whatever. This is fine. We <laughs> <laughs> way cooler if we're having sex right now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Um, uh, also, before I before I forget about it, it's on it's on their brain right now. Our label mates. And friends, for the record, also have a record called "This Is Fine," and we didn't know about it at the time. They were, but they, they, they came out after. Oh, okay, so they copied us. Mm. For the record, we're listening to this, so fuck not. What's going on? <laughs> but uh, I give this song ten out of ten. I complete. I completely agree. Yeah. I think this is an underrated song in the overall noise brigade canon. That's right. You know, yeah. um, the video is fucking hilarious. It is pretty good. It's I like, so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, I was. I watched it the other day. It's. It's. You know. It's. It's not. You know. It's whatever, but I think it's just funny. It's just funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just whatever. But um, yeah. I also, oh, I also forgot to mention the dueling guitar solo we did for like two seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There, there reminds me. There's one thing um, uh, in the bridge. The think I'm getting better. Um, the coda. Yeah, the, yeah. Sorry, the coda. Um, that musically, that coda was in. It comes from a song, a demo that we had called Bagel Bites. Yeah. That's right. Um. The whole, I basically the whole coda comes from that. Yeah, it, it, it was the bridge in that demo, and um, I think it just changed the melody for the lyrics. Yeah, and um, it's almost it's almost the same. Yeah, you wrote the lyrics for it, and um, like the little guitar solo is exactly the same. Yeah. and um, just goes to show, you know, if you don't use something, it maybe, might show up later. It might show up later. Four and years just, later, it feels completely natural. Yes, sir. Yes, know? sir. I love this song. Hell yeah! All right, next up, got to burp again. Go ahead. <sighs> you smell that? You just burped. Give it a second. Okay. To, give it a second to waft over here. All right. Number three, James from Jersey. Titular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we named this song after the engineer. It was actually kind of funny where after we wrote this song, we were like, hey, we finally have a name for this song. I can't remember the demo name for it. I don't remember. Yeah, either. but I, I remember going up to James. Hey, we're going to Oh, change. he's fixing a divot. Fixing a divot. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that's right. My favorite line in Space Jam. <laughs> he's, he's fixing a divot. <laughs> but I remember going to James. Like, hey, we finally have a real name for this song. We're like, what are you going to name it? Uh, James from Jersey. He's like, I'm flattered, boys. What's it really called? No, it's really, we're going to call it James from Jersey. Yeah, he was like, I, I, I remember him like, like, like he was getting ready to save the project or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, wait, sitting there at the keyboard, like, all right, I'm ready. And we're like, James from Jersey. He's like, bullshit yeah, he's like really what's the yeah. name jason jersey we're That's serious because yeah. we love you yeah we, we like we were, i remember i remember also in the bedroom at pete's house after one of the days we're like we gotta find a way to like honor james in this record yeah and we did it twice yeah we did yeah <laughs> that's how much we love james that's how much like if, if you if if you're our friend we will love you forever Hell you know yeah. what i mean you're such a cool guy yeah he's awesome well, this is a cool song too um it's I our, think one this of the songs uh, this is the most underrated song of the album it is um it's a it's a i think it's closest easy song on this record yeah uh it depends i guess you're right when i get to the other one yeah okay um but it's up there i mean like this one's more easy core that one's just riffy yeah you know um i love the melodies i choose in the in the way i use the words me too i'm very proud of this you know what's, what's funny a lot of these words especially this song i remember i re- finished them on the plane on the way to new york really yeah i remember, oh, yeah. I, I, I just remember sitting there and like whatever and i'm just like trying to sing it in my head yeah i'm like i hope this fits <laughs> i think i know why actually i think i know why you waited till you're on the plane to finish the lyrics for this song because i was originally gonna write the, word, the words for this song Really? Do I that? don't remember that. I was, we were, I, there was a thing I was like, we were going to, 
I was like, oh, let's. How about what? If, what if you write a song? I try to write. That's right. To we, it. That was. We were trying to switch, but it, but it did not end up. I happening. got lazy. Yeah, or, I just, I just couldn't think of anything, you know. <laughs> um, but that's that's why that happened. I think. Um, so how dare you? Uh, that's my fault. Honestly, it's a good result. Honestly, You're, I I do like the lyrics in this. In I this. think the outcome is better you doing it than yeah. if what I would have done. I think the lyrics are sick. Um, in my opinion, um, I agree. I mean, I may ask about that. I love some of the melody structure on it. Um, I'm really spitting on some parts where Dude, I'm really using a lot of syllables. I really listened to a lot of Forever Came Calling at this time. Yeah, and I was, the best and I was like, that. I'm going to spit some shit here. And um, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, I don't know. know. Complicated words is the, is the correct term, but I, I definitely use a lot words with a lot of syllables, and I try to like make them all mesh together in some kind of um, phonetically sounding way. Yeah, like um, like this line in the chorus. Um, my crazy optimistic low intention drive by bars. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass hat attitude is headed for a nosedive. My Dude. crazy optimistic low intention drive by. <laughs> that, how many, that line is so sick. How I, many, I, how I many know. songs do you know to use the word the term ass? Hat? <laughs> it's so, That's so, it's sick. so fucking sick. I think in the second chorus, I, I switched it up and I was like, well, was it? Um, uh, this empty casket. Oh yeah, that's the that's the, that's the third. The empty casket houses Felix and these bottles of lies. A lonely place where I could sit around and watch it subside. <laughs> Fuck man, you were spitting. I, was, I can't believe I, it's funny. Actually, sometimes when I'm in a pinch and I have to write something quickly, that's I will just I will just grab words yeah. and I will just like sure. I will just first them up in the air and I'll just stick them all together and I'm like, does this work? Yeah, <laughs> gonna, brother, it did. <laughs> Another interesting song. Yeah, what do you? Well, it's not about James from Jersey, which is actually kind of funny. Having it named James from Jersey makes it seem like a positive because it's in his honor. Yeah, it's kind of a hateful song, honestly. Yeah, um, it's th- this song is just uh, you don't know him. He's a friend from high school. What inspired me is this friend from high school who I was really good friends with at the time, and um, as I grew older and matured and understood <laughs> <laughs> and understood how the world works, made me choke on my root beer. <laughs> and understood how the world works, and. And learning like, hey, maybe this what I was doing before is not cool. Right. And learning all that. This person did not. He stayed the same. And it's crazy. Yeah. And so as as over the years when we would meet up and catch up on stuff, it was like You're was, still that same. He's like, You're still that same guy from high school, a piece of shit. Like <sighs> like like it's like and I I would say stuff and he'd be like kind of brush it off and kind of crap. I'm like, dude. Why do you think like that now? What are you trying to prove? <laughs> Where would he fit on the tier list? Huh? Where would he fit on the tier oh, list? Oh, he's definitely a solid D. <sighs> Probably friends anymore. <laughs> but it's, but I mean, like it's one of those things where like you know, and like I I've not a lot of friends, but I, there are some friends back in high school where that happened. You're like, hey, listen, if you peaked in high school, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. So. Yeah. We peaked. We peaked on October twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. That's right, baby. <laughs> no, we peaked. We opened for the Offspring. That was the day. That was it. Yeah. But um, but it's, it's but that inspired it, and then just kind of made me think of all the friends I had in high school, and um, like how they like how they just haven't changed. They're still just pieces of shit. Wow. And how like I have I f- I feel I have become a better person. Okay. Even around this time, where I, even this time I was kind of a shitty person in some aspect, depending who you ask. Maybe not the. I don't know. I was definitely better than I was in high school. Yeah. Um, so that was to me like looking back and like, come on, guys. Why you still act like this? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be fucking for real right and now. And all these weird little things in here are all references. Really? Like, like I see your cigarette is burning through your fingers. You know, you know just had a buddy who was smoking all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, pull the trigger. He was, he was a gun nut. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, low intention. Um, 
uh, I'm crazy optimistic. You have low intentions. Mm. And, you know, actually, this is a fork in the road, a knife in my back. That is That's a, rip- a bar, dude. Not only that, it's a ripoff from an Atreyu song. Are you serious? I'm not shitting. That is not a bar. <laughs> I think the song is called A Fork in the Road, Your Knife in My Back. Oh. I don't know if they actually oh, use it. Oh, yeah. So, I, but, um, but I don't think um, they actually sing in the song. But okay. I sing it in this, which is still a good line. I don't care. I think it's a fucking sweet line. And you know, it's like, we I all hear them, them be like, God damn. A fork. That is a good line. A good yeah, line. Unfortunately, it's, it's not 100% ah. me. But I mean, like, but I'm, I actually sung it, so. Yeah. Who um, really wins? Yes, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> and like, we all grow up just to have those days. You know, I get it. We all. It's know, just one of those days. It's just one of but you know, leave the trouble and complaining to me. I don't know what that really means, but like, I guess okay. it, it just fit. It just works. Yeah, but like, just, you know, I'm sure anybody can relate or attest to that if you are growing as a human being and there are some people in your lives that as you grow, it's probably not the healthiest thing to keep with them around your life. Because they could drag you down. They, they could, could drag, drag you back into those old. Yes, you know. it's probably best as a person and as you maybe to cut that tie because it's just better. Yeah. And so that's I'm, okay. That's 100% okay. Yeah. Which is why Doug, today is our last. <laughs> <laughs> say fuck me for <laughs> that's so funny yeah damn dude i that's crazy dude another another instance of learning the context makes me love this song even more i i remember um i don't like to react i don't like to like lyrics lyrics where it's very um i want the i personally want my lyrics to be open to however the reader thinks it's about yeah but i also want to have a little bit of me in there where maybe it's a little more personal than me yeah so it's just, it's secret. I, oh, yeah. yeah your songs have secret deep meanings. literal i guess i'm not as literal with my lyrics as I, as I sometimes i try to be literal but to me whenever i come out as literal it just sounds weird to me okay be personally leave that to and me also it, exactly your literal lyrics are great thank you um but like i think it's just the thing because like especially nowadays where a lot of the lyrics nowadays are very no offense to you i think you do great thank but you. there are a lot of bands nowadays that really take that literal way and it just comes off very cheesy and cringy mm-hmm. You showed me a song today. I was like, this is very bad. This is not a good song. Oh, the five, four man <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah. That shit <laughs> makes me want to K I L L myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, so yeah, obviously, if I have no idea what I'm talking about, pushing those people out of lives, whatever, you don't know, listen to me, but you know, just be grow up when you grow up and be better. It's okay to cut the stump sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> um, yeah wow man i yeah i think the song's awesome um i remember when uh when me and nathan started this show i would i would like i was like i was like start going back through our discography and stuff and like re- revisiting stuff and i remember thinking like listening to this song and this song was like used to be like kind of my least favorite on the album for some reason mm-hmm. but i remember well, i wouldn't say that but it was it was like one just like another song kind of but like, like remember, all good songs but you got to put them somewhere in the ranking yeah, yeah. um but i remember like like recently be like god damn james from jersey is a fucking it's a track ripper. it's like one of my favorite songs in the it's album a ripper now. it it's, goes through it i mean it doesn't obviously doesn't sound that good but i think the concept of the song and like how everything's arranged it's a pretty well put together song yeah I think. um it's and like the, the verses and if i'm wrong you can email us mustard and catch it yeah does this song suck email <laughs> us. um i love the first verse um where elias is doing the i call it the lars beat yeah where he's just going poof and, and our, but the guitars don't match that. Yeah, we're doing that cool riff. Awesome, dude! It's so groovy. Um, I also like the lyric. You paved the way for me to say that you are not the same. I do like that line too. That's a good. That's a good line. Yeah. 
I love the melodies. You had me sing a lot in this song. I which did. Is cool. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, I love, I think probably my favorite part of this song is the chorus riff. That's awesome. I think it's the reason why we don't play that. We never played that. We did play it once in a while, but it was so hard to play that song and play that riff at the same, sing and play that song at the same time. Moron I am. Yeah. I remember, um, I have a little tiny, like little baby guitar solo. Yeah. Remember James called me once um, when I was walking home from work. He's like, hey, man, um, I'm working on James from Jersey right now. And uh, your guitar solo just cuts out. I'm like, oh, it's just supposed to be like that because your vocals come in. Uh, <laughs> like right after yeah. that. It's all, you're supposed to be like that. You're yeah, good. You're, you're good. good homie. You're not missing nothing. But, uh, great song. Um, I, give it a, I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> you know, I would too. I would too. I really would. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. I do love this record. I do. Like it really like it just puts me back and I think it like I said, I think I said, you know, after the Osprey, this is when we're like, let's start writing good songs. Maybe not <laughs> crazy maybe, idea. Maybe not start being good, but, but let's start writing good. <laughs> You're goddamn right. All right, moving Speaking on. Speaking of good songs. Oh. Oh, I fucking love this song. I fucking love this I song. Think- I think this track, is what this is your magnum opus. In I my think opinion. track four in your passing off of our seminal debut studio record. This is fine. It's the <laughs> best. It's the best song I've ever made. I think so. I think no, this I mean, is a, I don't Well, maybe in your opinion, I think. It's just it, me. It's, it's in your top it five. Means so much to me. This is this is my the best song I think I've yeah, ever. Yeah, in written. your passing. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this song was. I remember when you first showed me this song. I think you showed it to me acoustically, mm-hmm. and you didn't even tell me what it was about. I don't, it was very, I, I don't think I had to. I didn't have to. <laughs> I remember sitting there listening to you play this song. This is a great fucking song. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it was one of those examples that you have more than me, where I'm like. I don't need to change anything. Yeah. You just tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is one of those songs. Um, so my dad died in uh, April 2016. And um, I never, I haven't, I've been waiting to tell this story until now. Um, so it was after, I think, um, it was when we flew up to go to do the Rocks for Autism show, the second one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad came. He saw us. He left. I didn't hear from him for a few days, and we were getting ready to leave. I don't remember which came first, but I remember... I know they came and see, came and saw us, and then um, there was another time in, during that trip where we, he took me out a ride on his like, motorcycle. We drove up yeah. in Eagle River to, to the Walmart... Shouts out Eagle River Walmart. Shouts out. And we were like, we just like got like shit. Those like she those like shitty little like personal pizzas from the deli and shit. We just ate ate That's those. That's so sick though. Man. That's so fucking lot. rad though. And that was the last time I ever saw my dad. Oh, and um, I uh, That's so sick though. Like, it was, it like was riding the back of your dad's motorcycle, getting a little pizza from Walmart. That, that, I dude, love that. That's like so specific. Like that's why you're so good at literal stuff because you can pinpoint those moments like that. Yeah. That you know, like wow, that's like those are my favorite little literal moments. Where like because to dive deep into something like that and pick that special moment mm-hmm. and show people that like that's that comes that's a lot. And <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a big moment guy. Yeah. you know. Um, after that, I was like, oh, I'll see I'll, I'll see you in a couple of days. I'll see you before mm-hmm. I leave. And um. I remember hanging out with Dimitri. We were watching WrestleMania. Next day, Dimitri got to go to work, and I like called. Tried to call my dad. He didn't pick up. 
I like sometimes that would do when his phone would die or whatever. But damn, that's kind of weird. I tried calling him a few times throughout the day. Didn't hear from him. And I had to leave the next day. I'm like, I didn't know where he was staying. Cause like, um, he was like staying at his friend's house, but I didn't know where it was. But I was like, I'll see him. Yeah, didn't I'll think see- of nothing of it. I didn't think anything yeah. of it. I was like, oh, I'll see him next time. Um, and I never saw him again. I remember I flew, flew back. Um, I landed in Portland at like six or whatever, like real early in the morning. And the you came home last, if I remember. Correctly. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I got home. Took the I took the Max home from the airport. We had my guitar and all that shit. It was fucking carrying all this stuff. So. Got home. I was like, I'm so f- I'm bushed. I'm going to go to sleep. I remember I slept for like an hour. It was like seven in the morning. My mom called me and she's like, I got your dad died. <laughs> I remember being like, what? Just, I didn't know. Yeah. I just need like, I think we talked about the Justin episode. I just didn't know how to react, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like a big, like, oh fuck moment. Cause I remember I can relate to that too. When I yeah. found out my dad died, I was like, it was just shock. What do you say? Like, yeah, what do you like? Fuck. How are you supposed to react to that? Yeah, you know. So, I don't remember. I don't remember how the conversation went. But I was like, I gotta, I'll call you later. I gotta, right. I gotta go. And um, I think I like tried to go back to sleep or whatever. I don't remember what happened. I was just in shock, and I remember. I think I don't remember. I think you came home. Well, I don't know if you know this. Your sister messaged me. Oh, and she said, "Hey, is Doug okay? He just found out his dad died," and I was like. Fuck. She, didn't give me, she didn't even give me a chance to tell yeah, you. Yeah, like she told me first. I <laughs> found out first crazy. from her. So shouts out to Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yesterday was, or not yesterday? Two uh, a few days ago is her birthday. Awesome. She's well, twenty six now. Um, God, she's getting, we're all getting I, older, aren't so we? So weird. Um, um, but yeah, I remember coming home and I didn't see you. I think you were still sleeping, probably. Yeah. And so I found this out in the bedroom with Elias. I was like, he's still sleeping, and. I remember I went in there. I think you got up. I don't, I think, if I, correct me if I'm wrong. You got up. I saw you. I was like, hey, man, I heard what happened. I give you a big hug. I'm like, yeah. Like, hope Bigger than well. the last big yeah, hug. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a good hug. It's a good hug. I was like, uh, you doing okay? Or how are you doing? I remember you didn't have much to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think you went, you went back home pretty quickly after that. Yeah. I, f- I think I flew out like, I feel like, like the next, like this next day or yeah. the day after that or something. I remember I had to, you go through all this shit. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, well, what happened was I, I that day, I couldn't. It was weird. It was really weird. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I gotta, I gotta go talk to my boss. I remember I, I went to work, not to work, but like I had to like go and I had to do something at at work. I had to mm-hmm. do something with the schedule or whatever. And I called my boss. I was like, hey, my dad died. I gotta fly back home or whatever. And um. She's like, shit, okay. Um, so I was going to be gone for another week. And then um, I came back home and I ran into Elias. He was like driving home from something or whatever. Yeah. And he just, I think this is the only time he ever hugged me. Like he gave me a big, like, bro, like a, a bro hug. Like I felt the love. Well, in that I mean, hug, like he, you know? he could relate to that too because he lost his dad. Yeah. The, he lost his dad too. All of us. So at, at this time, um, because I remember you too. There was one point where you're like, I don't know. The only reason you're like, the only reason I really talked to you about this is either you or Elias. Because you know, Luke never had a dad too, but yeah. like it was a different situation where he just never met his dad. Mm-hmm. And what me and Elias understood the point of like having that dad yeah. and then losing it out of yeah. nowhere. So, so yeah, at this point, none of us had had dads anymore. Yeah, you know, and I think that was, I think that's something that brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, he gave me a big hug. 
and um, it felt it felt really good. And I think you you got knowing you guys were now like my closest family, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, like and like and like how immediately you guys were were there for me, um, made me not so sad. Like I didn't cry until I saw my, until I like flew back home and like I saw my dad, like, um, I'll get into that. Um, um, but I was like, I remember like in the initial like process and like, okay, holy shit, this is big. But like, <clears throat> I got these, like these, like they're, I have you guys, you know, like, there's yeah. nothing, nothing's going to ever change that. So, that made me feel really good that i think that softened the initial like processing blow for me you know you guys being there you and uh, and elias and luke i don't uh, luke i was working a lot i think i saw him like the next day or something like that and um this is the same thing like i was like all you guys are there for me and um so that felt really good and um so i remember i flew home um my mom flew home too my mom hadn't lived in hadn't even been to alaska in years that's right so we like did the whole um planned out the uh cremation thing with my aunt and stuff and that's that was then i saw my dad like laying on the thing i was like oh that's that's it was fucking it's it's weird like um i don't know if you had i also saw my dad like when he passed away went to go see him like went to the hospital like Mm -hmm. It's interesting seeing, I guess, I'll make this funny, but it's interesting seeing a dead body. It is weird. I think that's the only time I ever saw a dead body. I remember I saw him there, like, I don't know if there's a trigger warning for this, but like, um, but um, I remember seeing, like, you can test the year, but like, I remember seeing my dad and like, I would like hold his hand. Yeah, I did that and too. It, and it was like really interesting and weird. Yeah. I was like, wow. It's, like just biologically this is crazy this is crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> but also like sad at the same time yeah like, i'm holding my dad's hand which i've like never me personally never did that much and i'm now doing it when he's dead yeah so oh go ahead sad no, no, no yeah. It's, it's, um yeah i remember um my aunt like i think she like paid for the whole thing um but um the the guy whoever the whoever um i don't know what the position it was but he's like all right well my sister went in he's like i gotta go after my sister i can't so she went in they all go like one at a time kind of thing yeah and um i wasn't there i wasn't there for a while i remember just Just a process for that like i forgot what they called that i forgot i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah it was it was um she came out and i was i was in there for a while i remember just fucking Ball like my fucking like, it, I, it, it just I mean, it all I, yeah, I, mean, I did that same thing too. Like, obviously, like you're just sitting there. This is a person you was in your life. Yeah, this is my now, fucking now he's dad. now it's an and like just a still thing. Yeah, and, and, it's, I, and I'm saying all this shit right now, and you you can't hear anything I'm saying. It's it was bizarre, dude, and it was like I think the most like emotional I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it was. I remember just like, you know, you. I was like talking to him, but like, you know, not to him. You know, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, you like, like he's still there. Yeah, because yeah. it's like one of those things too. When you, when someone that I'm, me, this is what I think. Someone who's in your life all that time, especially a parent, and you know that they're going to leave you one day, mm-hmm. and then when the time comes, it doesn't feel that way at all. If they meant that They'll much, never to be you. ready. For you. Yeah. yeah, it's <clears throat> it's tough. So uh, yeah, I remember. I came back. <laughs> I remember I was in a band with Scotty at the time. 
Yeah. Um, and we had, we had, we, after we, after we flew back from the, the autism show, mm-hmm. we were, we were, our band was called fighting Casper. Um, and we were supposed to practice like that week. And I was like, I remember hitting them up like, Hey guys, I can't practice. Like, my fuck my dad. Right. <laughs> and everyone was like, Holy shit. Yeah. And I never, I, I like, that was basically like an exit of the band. I about to say, I don't think you played with fighting Casper anymore. Yeah, that was, I, that was, yeah. it was like, I was just, I can't, I can't concentrate on more than one thing basically, right now. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's get into the actual, the song. Um, that Good was story the, though. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that was the, that was, um, what led up to basically me writing this song. I think I started writing it like pretty quick after what I love about this song is there's no structure really. Mm-hmm. It just goes. Yeah. It's literally th- telling it to me when I listen to it, it's literally literally, like I said, you, 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 the literal songwriter lyricist that you are, it's you telling you how much if you had, if you're, I mean, if I'm imagining if your dad had a funeral mm-hmm. and there was that time where everyone goes up there and says something about the person. This, this is, is how of, you would say it. This is basically what That's I That's why say. there's no structure, because it's just you talking about it. It would be basically be the same thing, but nothing would rhyme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there, is, there is a little bit of a structure in this song. Um, the uh, You gave me all your aging hands, command. Yeah, that's, That's the chorus, and it happens twice, but the first time it's, you know, quiet. Quiet, yeah. half. But that's really the only... There's... Mm. there's you know, it doesn't, really, it doesn't really trick your ear into thinking it's a chorus, in yeah, my opinion. It's the only part that repeats, yeah. I guess. Um, basically, all stuff that I would say to my dad if I could. It's just, I mean, like, it's just, I think this is like the biggest thing you could have done for your dad this time. Yeah. Like, so just say all these wonderful, it's just, just to have this entire song about him. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved playing this song live. Me too. I think we just stopped playing it because it was always a fast song, but we always played acoustic. Yeah. Whenever we have time. an acoustic song, I always say we're going to play passing. passing. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that was a conscious thing. Like, like <clears throat> I didn't want this to be like a slow song mm-hmm. because I didn't, I didn't want, I think when we played it, <clears throat> I didn't want to, I didn't want like all those like feelings of grief to come back. So yeah. I like, I think I want like, I think I want when we, when we play this song, um, you know, at the time, I, I, I've processed it all now. I can play mm-hmm. acoustic fine, whatever. Um, but you know, at the time, I was like, "Well, if we can, if we make this like a rager, it'll be easier for me to." That makes more sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's that's basically like my intent behind making it a fast punk song. You know, um, respect. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go through all the lyrics. There's a lot, um, but you know, first the first like group of lyrics is my dad was. Um, a very optimistic man, I want to oh, say. 100%. You know what I mean? Your um, dad, <laughs> your dad was probably the most optimistic person I ever met in my life. Yeah, probably, dude. Coming from a dad who always would bring me down, and then yeah. meeting your dad, like, you're okay, son. <laughs> Everybody fucking loved my. Everybody dad. loved your dad. Um, Everybody, even people we hated, loved your dad. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> His name was Dad Jones. Everybody called him Dad Jones. Um, he was a hell of a guy, man. Um. That's that's what um <clears throat> the beginning of the song is about. It's how just about how he not the most responsible man when he was when he was a young I adult. You that. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but about the time with the when we need <laughs> when we needed to get the uh, the title for the band. Yeah. <laughs> Who buys a car that's, without a title? That's, that's part of his charm. But when he had me, or when not when he had me, when my, when he and my mom had me. Um, I remember he always he always told me when you were born it was like you like uh, you hear a lot when people become parents it's it changes you know it changes them like I'm I'm 
Yeah. I'm going to fucking do whatever I can. Dude, I, I saw thing. that immediately, how much he loved you and your sister, like how much he put you guys on a pedestal. Like yeah. it was like this. These are the greatest achievements of my life for yeah. my kids. Yeah. I saw that immediately from yeah. your dad. Yeah. And I was and like, oh, sorry, continue. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, and it was, I mean, he, and it was obvious to everybody, you know. I think it's funny too when you when he says that like it changed him. Your dad would always tell us stories of his Chicago days. Yeah, how badass some of those stories my dad were. Was a, and I'm like, you you did that. My dad was a gang member in <laughs> Chicago yeah. too. Um, he had a yeah, he had a tough upbringing. He didn't graduate high school. Like yeah. you know, he just you know, he did what he once I was born. He did everything he could. Yeah. to mm-hmm. um, make sure I turned out good. We didn't have a lot of money. You know, mm-hmm. we never did, but he did everything he could to make sure that I was not a fucked up person. Yeah. You know, I think I turned out pretty. I fucking think good. I think you did great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm tearing up a bit. Now. I know me too. I'm trying to try really hard not to. I'm sure you guys can hear this it. This is fine. You can hear it. In, you can hear it in the song. I'm, I'm like crying in the core, like especially the some chorus. of your cadences. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you can definitely hear it a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember but, when you were recording this song, um, Pete, well, I remember um, you were in the booth. You were doing the, you were singing, and me and Peter were watching the big TV screen with all the fucking waves and stuff. And Pete's like, "Man, this is a heavy song." And I'm like, and I, "I turn over to Pete, yeah, it's about his dad." I said, it "Like I said, it, I, I said it so nonchalantly too." Yeah, it's about his dad. And as as we're watching the waves, wow, like, we're great. We're watching the wave. Oh, he's not clipping, right? Holy, it's about yeah. his dad. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, no, didn't say that about Spark. <laughs> um. The, so the yeah, the, uh, you always told me not to shed a single tear, single tear on the day you pass. Um, my dad always told me, I I wish I wish I could have fulfilled this for them for him, but it was not in my power. Um, he always t- he he's like he said when I die, I want to be buried in my SpongeBob pajamas. Because <laughs> he had some, uh, I, I, I couldn't find him. Yeah, that's the, all right. The, yeah, I'm, he tried. I'm, I'm sorry, Dad. Should have bought another pair of SpongeBob pajamas. I should have. That ship is sailing. What <laughs> well, you can't do? Like, um, who has the who has the urn? Um, Your sister, my aunt. Your aunt. What you can do is, you know, maybe maybe find a way to like tape SpongeBob pants on the yeah, urn. That's a good idea. Something some kind of shape or form. I'll call her tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you do me a favor? Hey, can we oh, do this real yeah. quick? <laughs> grab, um, grab some duct tape. <laughs> yeah. You always told me not to shed. You always told me not to shed a single tear on the day that you pass. But I was never all that good at doing what you asked. Bars. Great, um, man. That's a good fucking line too. Thank you. I did cry a little bit on the day, so that's not a lie. Um, Damn. <laughs> But I mean, it wasn't the 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 the, the, the floodgates didn't open until I saw mm. you. Um, so yeah, I wish more than anything for a way to let you know I love you so much more than I would ever let it show. I I don't know why I don't know why, but I some for a long time <clears throat> I loved my dad, but sometimes it felt like <clears throat> hard for me to show him that for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I was. I can. I was a teenager, young adult in that, that area, you know? I can relate to that. I mean, yeah. like, obviously, my dynamic with my dad was way different than yours. Yeah. But I can always relate to that. We're like, how do I show my dad that I love him in some yeah. capacity? As as the men we were grown up to believe, maybe in some society for form or something, we were maybe taught at some point. Like, yeah. we're men. Do not show your feelings. Yeah. And my, <laughs> my dad did. He's such an emotional <laughs> guy, you know? And like, why didn't I? Why couldn't I? That's what this is about. Is like, why couldn't I? I mean, I could, but like I was, it you know, I, my dad went to died when I was twenty two, mm-hmm. and so you know, you're a fucking moron when you're twenty two and younger, you know, mm-hmm. like I feel like you're a, you're more on your old twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and you know when you're when you're a teenager to you to being a, a young adult like it's you 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 still have you're in that rebellious phase almost of like okay dad that kind of shit and like i i think a lot of it is just me wishing i wish so fucking bad i didn't i wasn't in that like i i wish i would have shown him what he meant to me more i guess you know what i mean i don't i mean i don't just from speculating i don't think i think he knew i think he knew but i would yeah <laughs> i get that though yeah but that's what yeah. that's about um <clears throat> um i mean it's i mean it's it's this song is very straightforward lyrically mm-hmm. um the chorus this shit dude i love this chorus you gave me all your aging not asian aging oh I've good heard, i thought I've it was heard, asian no we, we, we're white um <laughs> i'm asian i think somebody came, somebody i don't remember who it was they're like why did you why is it asian i'm like it's, it's aging. aging yeah <laughs> you gave me all your aging hands can manage to and if i had the chance to give it all back to you i'm standing tall and your picture's on the wall it still is i that's i had Same a picture too yeah i'll, I'll we'll post it <clears throat> uh you when i say your picture i'm screaming my fucking head off it's <laughs> true um always watching down i mean the sun you are yelling a lot be. in this song like really straining your voice yeah um where is it um oh yeah when i'm when i memories consuming me later i'm shredding my yeah. fucking voice i had to that was the last time i was going to do that ever you know that's right that was for that was for my old man, um, sir. Yes, sir. I wrote a line about you. you. Never. We talked about this in the mountains episode. I wrote a line about you. You never got to hear. That is That's about how your arms fell like home. That's the line. Um, and I hug my dad without a word. On the Northern Lights. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that line. That's cool. Yeah, great song. Yeah, we were you going. Like, we're going on and on about it. You know what? Eleven out of ten. Our, our <laughs> first, our first, <laughs> our first eleven out of ten song it might not be the last, but I think I think it deserves it. Um, I mean, to this day, I there are people that say this is one of their favorite songs of ours, yeah. and I'm sure you appreciate that. Yeah, and I, I appreciate just being a part of it. I mean, although I did not have a lot to do, I I feel like I the parts that you added to this song are it, I mostly just a lot of dynamics on the guitar, and mm-hmm. you have me do some refrains and stuff. But I didn't care. I like you know you know there's a lot of you know we talk about back a lot of the songs back in the I'll let you have this one yeah I wanted this one this is a noise brigade song <laughs> yeah I don't care if I had nothing to do with it because it's already fine the way it is yeah. nothing needs to be changed this no. is fine this is fine um yeah very musically it's a, it's fast and it's a punk rock song but it's a very I think the chords and the melodies are very beautiful in this song and I think they still I think like in that sense with the chords and the structure like it's it still holds up today in our current catalog in some way shape or form yeah um so yeah i i mean i could go on about this song forever um we have like 17 more songs to do yeah so. we do this is yeah this is yeah 11 out of i don't 10. have to tell you 11 out of 10 great song we love it 100 percent. and possibly the quintessential noise brigade right, song our next song our our magnum opus the the the, the, the song, noise brigade the song. noise brigade song okay we don't have any hits but I, this is a song we have played every day since we wrote it. And it doesn't have the most plays on Spotify, but I, bu- I would be willing to say that it is the fan favorite. It is one of our fan favorite. I feel. And if I'm wrong, email us at mustardandketchup907 at gmail.com. I think that I know it might is. Oh, hold on. I didn't say the title. Okay. I'm not just sure it will. I know it might. Thank you.
I think this is my favorite Noise Brigade song. Oh yeah, it's up there for me. Definitely top five. Fuck, this is this is this was song. a song. This is also the first song, one of the first songs I wrote that I got a reaction of Luke for. So what I what That's I that's massive. What I what the, you know, Luke's always been great, but you know he's always just kind. Of, he's always he has a demeanor where he's just like along for the ride, which, yeah. I, which I love about. I'm along for the, yeah, your which ride. I love that about him. But this is the first song. That I presented and Luke's like, fuck, man, this is That's a good a song. fucking song. Yeah. And I love this song. I know you love this song. I've it's 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 the Noise Brigade song. We've it's, played this, this song. This is the every, song. We've played this song at every show our entire ever since we wrote it. I don't think I, I don't think there's a single show we haven't played this. I don't think I can't think of any. I it works great acoustically. 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 It works. It's just a great song. I I think. Um, during the well, I'm, this is skipping ahead a little bit, but during the "Find What You Love" era, uh, especially on that tour, we would yeah. do we would play the whole that whole EP every night, and, the and we one song we had was this I know one at the and end. We were more likely to cut a song from the EP than to cut "I Knew It." Might. I know it's crazy. It's um, just I don't know. I, it's it's a it's a great hook. Can I walk with you home? It's very huge. civil. Just a very cool hook. The beginning guitar part makes it give it that kind of emo kind of vibe mm-hmm. on it. Very little twinkly, little twinklies from you. I think the melodies are super strong. I think it's just our it's our magnum opus. It's I mean, so I, I fucking mean, good. It's got the double time hi hat in the chorus. I, I love the double time hi hat. Oh, I love God, the, I love like I a dancey hi hat. <sighs> and um, God, man. I mean, like I mostly sing on the song, but like. I feel like we all had a good part in it structurally. All four of us really ha- have our mark. On yeah, this song. I think I, I had the big skeleton. I had the chorus, and I was like, yeah. "This is the chorus." Can I walk with you home? Can I call you later tonight? Very, you no, know, very cute song in some way. But yeah, like, I want to say probably, I want to say probably, you and Elias had the had the structure. Like that, yeah. you, you guys were like the main, and then Luke. Um, I I really just added dynamics to this song and like little and like little bits and bobs. Your harmony. I mean, I, you didn't really do the harmonies on this record, but when you do the harmonies live on this, oh are so God. fucking rad. Thank you. Um, that's actually thanks to Michelle. She wrote a lot of those harmonies. That's that I, right. That I, I forgot. Sing. We released the second version of this. We released the video. Our friend Michelle shots with Michelle. Hope yeah. you're doing well. Um, where she sang a lot of the harmonies. Beautiful on it. singer. Yeah, great singer. God, this is just a good fucking song. I. This is, I mean, a lot, a lot of songs I've written, I've said in the past. I think Don't Come Calling was like one of the first songs, like, fuck, I can be a songwriter. Yeah. You know, and I could just said with Spark Mandrill syndrome, that great lyrically, but like, God, I remember writing. So I was in the kitchen, and I was just, I was just fucking with that one little, year? it was our old apartment. Oh. So I started writing this pretty early, but I didn't, I don't think I introduced it till after The Offspring. Yeah, that sounds about that right. That sounds about right. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, but like Luke, Luke introduced that little where he cuts off. He does the bass staccato, do 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 do, yeah, and yeah. then he lets it go with the second thing. Oh, boom, boom, boom. That added so much. Those little. That's the thing about the song. Like the little things that are not a big deal make a lot of the song. This this song is full of the little things. Yeah, yeah. And like I think I think this is when we kind of become self aware um, on that. Where we're like, okay, we need to like, this is a big deal. Like, start do like those little things where it all made the huge, the biggest difference. Yeah. Um, there's something, there's something to catch your ear like every second of yeah. this song, you know. But uh, yeah, like you said before, this, I it's every, even when we had our comeback show, I when we were playing this song, there were, yeah, I saw some people in the crowd singing this song. Yeah. And like, 
it was just <laughs> like it's it, it's such a i mean like that hook you know can i walk with you home like yeah right there it's the huge, hook. i huge. knew when i wrote that hook i'm probably i'm i'm talking way up my ass dude, right dude, now dude, i'm the greatest go fucking, fucking go fucking for you know but, we know what i think about you as a song like i knew when i wrote that fucking hook i'm like this is gonna be fucking this rad. is something yeah <laughs> this yeah. is like very simple but like but uh god this um i love this song me too man um i uh luke um this is uh, this song is a little bit long, but I think it, it, it doesn't feel too long. I don't think so either. Um, um, my opinion. I think that. I mean, there's some definitely some fat on it, but I think I think the live setting too gives us more room to just. Yeah, there's breath. some. There's like yeah, there's the longer parts. It feels like they just it kind of breathes, you know. Um, what Luke really I think um, contributed to this song is the the whole outro kind of came from Luke Dakota. Yeah, the Dakota, I remember yeah. this. I don't know if you. Okay, go ahead. How you remember? Um, if I remember correctly, we were you had you had the skeleton of the song. We were we played through it, mm-hmm. all of us, and then we stopped. We yeah, and Luke just kind of kept playing the do 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 from the yeah the the, the ending part. The, yeah, yeah, and um, and we're like, oh, shit. oh well, this is okay. like, yeah, he, we're like yeah, vibing yeah, like, on whoa, it. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, keep going, keep yeah. going. Let's jam on this for a little bit. Yeah, and then <laughs> we would just add our parts and stuff, yeah. and then there's that pause. I think we added it where we're like, okay, dude, what if we did a big pause and then we did the loud fucking, we just rocked out for like yeah. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And um, that, I think to me, that is my f- favorite part of the set is the ending of the song where we're just going. We're just going fucking am. <sighs> Not singing, just rocking, dude. I think the lyrics are great. They're really cute in some sort sort of fashion. I love the song. To me, the song is about just having a crush, that kind of thing. Yeah, it'll be like most of the you're so beautiful. Turn my mistakes into miracles. That's a good line. That's a ball, <laughs> dude. I love I do. I love um, in the chorus um, where you, you and I overlap. Yeah, I think that it's really well, cool. Actually, this is really cool. When we do the miracle thing, like who's doing the harmony or who's doing That's the melody? Like, because when, when we do it live to me, I think I'm doing the harmony. Um, and so, I think your harmonies. I could be wrong, but that's how I picture it. Has come so fast. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it, it's really interesting because we overlap. So you you do the oh, you're thinking of me, and then while you're doing that, while you're singing that, I do. Yeah. You're so beautiful. To my so, mistakes, it too. And then while I'm singing that, then you switch, that, to, then I switch to the, the harmony. harmony, and I do the melody. It's so cool, dude. That's like Genius. a four years. It's like a four year strong right. thing. Yeah, dude. But um, yeah, very cute song. I love, I love the part where um. The roller coaster rides at your lips. I can't wait to taste. I like how live you say my dick. I can't wait your dick. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like it's pretty. It's a it's a love song. To, I don't know if you know about this. Get rich or die crying. Remember that person I was telling you about? I had a feeling this is about her. I love that. The continuation of my broken heart. Ugh. The one that got away. Ugh. The one where I took. I could have taken away from the situation to be part of my life, and I let her go. Pain. But you know what? I had a feeling. Yeah, I feel like you did too. But like me, like. I think I said that before in that episode where I've never been in love. Where I where am I getting this from? I can at least feel what I but want. You have feelings. I have feelings. Yeah. And I really cared about this person at the time. And literally the first line I wrote with those first two lines. What I've always come to know is I've always hated that I'm on my own. Oh, I saw so I remember this. You maybe changed lyrics from seventeen to twenty three. Because you wrote it a while. Well, because I was thinking back of when I was seventeen. Oh, that's right. Because that's when we first met. And I was, I was like, and then you were like, and you were like, you know, what, maybe weird. that's maybe that might come across creepy. Yeah. Like you're right. Yeah, twenty three is fine. That's those uh, yeah, things yeah. be good. So that's the only part that's a lie. Um, <laughs> I was seventeen, no, and she was also seventeen. Don't be fucking weird about it. <laughs> come on, guys. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, 
so yeah this is just me my feelings like if we were in a relationship how nervous i would be or how nervous i was at the time you're just like you're envisioning that i'm envisioning that yeah and you know in some cases too when i, I remember first writing the song too like i'd really think about that time in my life and i'm like what could have been yeah bang and honestly songs. like i said even though that's what it means to me like a loss the one that got away kind of love mm-hmm. on paper it's a once again on on paper it sounds you know and it is like a nice cutesy love song but to me it has a deeper meaning of the one that got away certainly so and you know the world is richer for your suffering (laughs) 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 this is a song where the lyrics are pretty straightforward yes but it has that deeper meaning it does yeah yeah but i mean um they're straightforward in the way that it's obvious what the songs like I mean, the, the the average person wouldn't know right. what it like specifically what it's about, but you know anybody can take the the clear meaning from it. Right, you know for what I mean? sure. And like yeah. this line here, I want to hold you close, right next to me, through all the heartache, pain, and suffering. That's a reference to when she was in that situation. I wanted to take you away from all that. Hold tight. Yeah, that's a whole tight reference. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That is some fucking noise brigade. Crazy. Right? So I guess it's a way. Hold. This is the better version of hold tight. <laughs> brother we <laughs> became on top we fought hard to became <laughs> holy but, shit uh, yeah it's the one that got away yeah. i'm sure i'm sure if if you know you know obviously you know i'm sure my love was going to come along my way at some point in my life how could it not you know but i'm sure you've always had that one love at one point where it just made you feel or that even that one person where you never or or maybe it could be like you're in like you know seventh grade cafeteria and you see the most prettiest girl mm. you're like i will never talk to this girl but mm. i'm gonna imagine what it's like to oh, be yeah. with this girl that's what this song's about you know yeah so that's crazy good shit love this song uh 11 out, 11 of, 10. out of 10, 10. Yeah, i agree um <laughs> i i love playing this there's there's <sighs> i love it when we get to this set with the song in the set it's my favorite part it, there's two things why i love the song it's a great song but it also means the set's almost over oh thank god <laughs> oh my god finally there's there was um when we were playing shows in port here in portland portland a lot there was a man i just love playing the song and looking and seeing our friends in the crowd smiling can i walk with you yeah home? just just fucking vibing to this song dude it makes me so fuck it fills my heart with joy every mm-hmm. time we play this song and i see people like just grooving and smiling and singing to it yeah. it's just it, this song makes you feel good mm-hmm. um and uh, god damn i love this fucking song i do and i love the music video we did for it yes this it, is a what of awesome our video all-time best top five music videos yep. it's on youtube if you want to check it out it's so funny it's, it's one so of the best videos funny. we ever did it's so hilarious and awesome what's awesome about it is that um we didn't have we so we our plan was to have our friend michelle sing on the studio version of this yeah of for this some song. reason i don't remember the reason why we couldn't do it maybe one of the communication problems that Something. we we had dealt with <laughs> um uh but we did her vocals are on the music video version of the of yes. this song so um and there's some keyboard added to it if you, if you didn't know that Ooh. um so the version uh, that you see in the music video or you hear in the music video is a little bit different so it's worth checking out if you haven't if yes, you haven't seen but it yet. the music video itself is just hilarious so fucking the highlight funny. of that video is dimitric dimitric is so fucking funny so, in d- it to be so <laughs> dimitric came down we were supposed to go on like a weird like weekender the weekender got canceled so he came down to hang out anyway oh with, i think it was with wired yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
the weekend after got canceled, he come and hung out, we're making this video, and he was literally the highlight. I remember Scotty was telling me the entire like, dude, it was so hard to like clip all this together because I, I just could stop stop laughing at all the Beatrix part. <laughs> the so part where he funny. like flips the table and he gets so mad, <laughs> like he looks so genuinely mad. Yeah. <laughs> and knowing like I said, like, like knowing like if you remember the cupcake incident, knowing yeah. how he acts in that situation and knowing who what kind of person he is is so fucking He's so funny. fucking funny, dude. Everybody is on fire in this it's video. So Josh funny. is hilarious. Like the the, the, the fucking plunger sales. I remember that too. Like I came up with the poop idea to yeah. sell a plunger. And I was yeah. like, here's your props. Figure out what to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's and it, the whole the whole concept of it was speed dating. Right. Yeah. We all we, we all like rotated and everything and everybody interacted with the different characters yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we all we all dressed in suits. Yeah. So that the, was a big thing because Elias was like, I want to do a music video. We're all dressed up nice and in suits. Yeah. And like, I think we came to conclusion. Well, I think this would be a good this occasion for good. that. Yeah. yeah. And we all looked hot. We as did. We looked fuck, good. Those dude. pants. Look in those pants. <sighs> Um, yeah, man, I love the, the the video was so much fun to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie was like the, the receptionist. That's or right. Yeah. She was, she Second time she's been in a video with us. And, and this is an, this we is an ex- three videos for this record. We'll get the one. Yeah. Um, this is also also a great excuse to have a bunch of our friends in it. Kevin's yeah. in it. Um, Harper's in it. Yeah. She's like one of the main characters. She is she's the main character. Um, and then I think everyone else we just kind of went on. We just needed people for parts. Yeah. And, and we all, they all just came out. We rented out this little place in a hotel. Yeah. It's just really cool. It, it was, was a great so video. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, Love once it. again, I think we were at 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Yeah. Um, remember, uh, we, this is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, before we move on, this is the first song we used to capo. That's right. We used to call this capo song before we I had did. It Those are the first song. So if you don't know, capos are cool and they help me be a worse guitar player. That's right. And but I'm, a better song, but a better songwriter. And what really matters and, more? Yeah, what matters more? You know? At the end of the day, no, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh, that cape, that capo. As that cable has worked wonders for us. Oh, God as we'll damn. get to more down the line. <laughs> um, what's cool about this? This song has changed, changed so much from this recording. It's almost weird to listen to this recording because there are so many little details that we've added since yeah um that you all will hear in due time that's right um, like there are a lot a lot of the melodies i sing a little differently yeah to, to add more of a more hop on it yeah and i've i've got and the, like when we, when we play the song now it's just it's just it like every, uh, the biggest difference is you adding all the harmonies we play dude, this live. song is soaked in harmony yes yeah. <laughs> live like just like and like just like everything after this record like just harmonies fucking yeah. everywhere we really you know? once we figured out oh dude this is sick yeah. we can do this we did it 100%. everywhere um yeah our magnum opus 11 out of 10 yes sir all right moving on shotgun saturday night what a fucking whiplash Fuck. song this was the only song the record where i had a problem with recording this is i remember you showing me the song i remember i remember vividly you recorded the song and i'm sitting there blank stare like oh, i gotta play this next yeah i remember also too when i finally got up to it i only took me a few tries yeah you're because you're uh, you're so you have such a good right hand but like yeah. but seeing it because i know how tricky some of your riffs are mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there like i don't want to record this yeah it's <laughs> it's this is i would i would say this is the hardest noise brigade song to play on 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 the on yeah. the guitar fucking um, banger of a song it, this song fucking rocks fucking it's definitely one of the uh, weird outliers i feel like on the it record is. yeah i would say well we'll get into it um 
it's I I so okay this song is a fucking shredder it's not really an easy core song it's almost like it's a pop punk song but like it's just like got almost metal guitar yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's a thrash pop punk song basically yeah um, it's that's literally a Metallica riff yeah and it's like that is like there could be four in both of our in both of our top five Metallica's on that list yeah if you got if, if you any of you know me personally you know how much I worship James Hetfield mm-hmm. you know um and I was like I've always this is actually um the that that first riff the bam 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 that I wrote this riff um get rich era I wrote ah, it in my mom's no, house. I, I uh vaguely remember that yeah. you were kind of toying around with it I, I finally turned it into a full song um when we were writing this record mm-hmm. and um yeah I <laughs> what did you think when I first like showed you like hey I wanted I want to put the song on the record um what well, I can't I, I was I was dreading playing it yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I said earlier, because like that, that same dread I had was going to record. Like I remember you playing there. You fucking serious, man? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, fucking damn it. Like, I try fucking singing it and playing it. That dude. too, and you would do it. I too. did. It. Yeah. Um, wasn't perfect. But like, no. <laughs> like, I think that's why we ended up. I ended up like shoving it away because it's just so hard. It was so fucking hard, and it's high too. And but, it um, makes sense because like I would also play the riff during those verses, so. I was like, well, maybe I could sing the verse. That way you have more time to play riff. Mm. And it didn't work because we're both playing the fucking riff. We're both playing the riff. Yeah, <laughs> we're going power mode. This is yeah, one of the rare occasions where we're both playing the same thing. Yeah, this song, I think I wrote this song because, or I, I finished this song because I, I knew that we were trending in a direction that was not going to have, we weren't going to be doing the, any of these kind of songs anymore. And I was like, I, I want to have one more like mm. insane riffer before we're done with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and by God, we have the insanest riffer. <laughs> oh my God. It's a blaster. Um, it's a short song. It's, it I think it's like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, my favorite part in this song is when we do that cool thing that we sometimes do where um, we overlap lyrics. Yes. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Then in the little bridge before mm-hmm. Dakota, um, I, this song lyrically, um, I don't know if you know this, this is, basically the same thing as panic bloom it's just that inner inner part going hey fuck you basically yeah. yeah it's it's the it's the two halves of my of like two halves one whole idiot base <laughs> um it's basically like that back and forth like my rational brain and my emotional brain just fucking they've always been at odds my whole yeah. life you know what i mean it's this is basically the same same concept um mm-hmm. would you say the last coda it's what the time signature in it it's 12 8 that's right. I was like, remember, I remember we were talking like, um, oh, it's a shuffle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shuffle. Yeah. Um, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I mean, well, you, can, you can count it six, eight. Um, yeah. I just, I, I count it 12, eight because you can break in, that into easily yeah. into four, you know? I, I think it came up because I was remember like, why don't we have a lot of songs in 12, eight? And you're like, well, the last part dropped good. Shotgun, right. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Walk from Pantera. That song is a shuffle, yeah. but it doesn't sound like a shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> you, you still count it one, two, three, four, but it's it's yeah. it's got those little yeah. triplets in between. Yeah. yeah, it's 12, eight. But yeah, I mean, there's not really too much to this song. It's just a fucking rage. It's just a banger. It's a yeah. fucking rage. It's a song. I think that's why it also works in some capacity because it's a short song. Yeah. You just got to get it one out of and the way. done out of the way. Just a lot like uh, a lot like theme song. It's like, oh, this is going to be one of the weirder songs, but like, let's just it'll be quick. We'll kind of get it yeah. over with. But like an important song on the record. Yeah, like, it's, I feel like it fills out the record and it's not yeah. filler, but it's not like, you know, one of the biggest. Like, yeah, yeah. I would, you know yeah, I, mean? yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good song. Um, yeah, I think one last hurrah for riffs, I guess. That's kind of what we, it like, is. Yeah. Nowadays, we still do riffs, but we're more tastefully yeah. where instead of where we just playing the, 
I remember vividly, actually, one time we played this song. I think we're in Tennessee or something. And I think we're, we're playing it almost every night for one of the one stretch of days or something. And my hand, Look, I, <laughs> my hand got so sore. Yeah. I think there's a video actually of it. Really? Of we're playing. I think we're playing in Memphis hmm. or something. And you could see me like I would stop playing the riffs or like after the riff was done and like there was like parts where I can like lift my hand. Mm-hmm. You could see me like moving my stretch because just, it just, it it just it started work. to hurt so bad. I was like, I'm just, I'm just too sick. Maybe dude. it's just me not drinking enough water. But Maybe. Like, <laughs> hey, this song's really fucking hard. When we post this episode, I'll, sh- I'll post a little video of like how, of how to play the riffs. Um, even the chorus riff is fucking hard to play, but you, you do like a little pedal thing so you can sing it because you sing the chorus in yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but the my riff, the bam, 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 that's right. Hard to. It play. makes more sense. I, well, I there's two necessities out of that. Me, I didn't want to play it, and two, <laughs> and two was like, we can't be do, we can't both be doing this at the same yeah, time. There's no it's way. That yeah. makes sense. It's, there's so. got to be some kind of yeah. some kind of dynamic. Um, but the chorus is is beneath that insane riff. It's really just a six four one five. Yeah, you know. Um, and then it's got that really cool got the really cool coda oh, oh yeah the, the before we get to the coda it's the, it's got the overlapping lyrics i would i wish the mix was clear because you can't really you can't really yeah. hear us it's distinctly right. that's okay we'll fix it yeah the, the song the song name um is an obscure wwf show uh from <laughs> the 90s WWF yeah i was you. watching a lot of pro wrestling we'll get to it in jobbers too um yeah it's, it's an old before smack they had monday night raw since like 94 or whatever mm-hmm. but like before smackdown there was shotgun saturday night and Ooh, as is, is named after that i thought i've always thought it was a badass name oh yeah although maybe the underdog of the record still a good song i give it an eight out of ten i yeah i would give it an eight yeah <laughs> i opinion. would say yeah probably i it's crazy um i love i mean if i had to if i had to pick my least favorite song on this album it, it might be this song but i don't know it's like this album is so fucking good. It's like it's yeah. hard for me to pick at least. Yeah. I would. I, this might be my least favorite, but I still fucking still love sick. this song. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. Well, all right, moving on. The next one here: "Summer in Black and White." And I remember Song. Another Doug song. Um, Great song. Thank you. Um, this is uh, this one I felt like was worked a bit more. Yeah, this is you actually, made me write the second verse. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. this is well, you wrote the the music for the second verse. That's right. Yeah, and then you wrote the lyrics over. Yeah, um, this is the first song I started working on for this record. Um, mm-hmm. I had the chorus. Um, pretty. Fuel reference shimmer. Break at the fan. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, oh, baby. Dude, fuel's so sick. Oh, dude, shimmer. Wrong <laughs> 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 fuel. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's pretty clear. This song is about there. So there's the song, the titular, the 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 iconic noise brigade song, distance. You got the part two, compass rose. There was supposed to be a part three, but we broke up. This is not what this was not that song it was going to be a different song but this is this is part three effectively, effectively the part like the end of the trilogy yes. yeah mm-hmm. it's a, just a it's a it's a breakup song born of heartbreak you know? yeah, but, that, but it also ties into the this is fine kind of thing i'm okay with this happening kind of yeah. some kind of shape or form kind of yeah um this so i 
I wrote the chorus when I was still really hurting um, from when we broke up. Um, but when I filled in the blanks for the rest of the song, I had I had been I had kind of I don't want to say gotten over it, but I basically had I had processed and I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. I'm okay with moving on, you know. And I think that's what so I was kind of just like looking back, yeah, at it, you know, and um and the last line, tell tell me that our roads will not divide. Oh, you, you, that connection? you sneaky son of a bitch. Um, you fucking <laughs> fuck boy. You <laughs> fucking fuck. That's right, baby. Fucking um, fuck. Oh, um, you sneaky <laughs> bastard. Oh, you're good. You never, you never oh, picked I did up not, dude. Oh, you're good. That's oh, this a, guy's good. Oh, he's good. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was uh, really like. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, that's right. I just outed it then right there. Huh? Did you, pro- did you just out that? Yeah, I don't think I ever. I mean, I thought it was obvious. I mean, like it maybe is it obvious now. I don't know. Did you did you know that was an obvious divides reference? Email us. It must. Have, <laughs> uh, but that was like th- that line is like you sneaky. I hope I hope we can still be friends, and we are to mm-hmm. this day. Yeah. And that's that's wonderful. Um, that's a great song. I love it. I think I think I am spitting. On I think this so song. too. The lyrics are so good. Um, it's uh, it's a nice it's uh What's that? I like that um my favorite lyric is the at the the cadence at the f- course I've been missing, missing I've been missing from you how you've been missing have you been missing me too Yeah the, that I, is that is a good that's fucking a, turnaround thing Thank you thing. yeah um that's I don't really I I don't tend to use like um pop like um like like songwriting like tricks I guess like that you hear in pop music you know like repeating lines like that and like changing I the, love using those tricks man that's the like one of the few instances of me doing that like I think I do it in splits too mm-hmm. yeah know? um but uh yeah it's a good chorus isn't it mm-hmm. um yeah it's just a sad song um I think it's 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 an uncharacteristic mid tempo rocker coming from your boy Doug Jones it's good man I love. The only it, it's growing on me now, but I remember the only part of the song that bothered me was the bridge mm. where because it was kind of jarring to me at first. Like, Dan, you like you call the set your goals kind of reference yeah. kind of thing. But as the years go by and I've learned to mature, I listen to it now. I'm like, oh, that. Yeah, I can't get I can't really listen to it without it. Yeah. Well, the reason so that riff, that is the clean part. Um where I'm, where I'm doing like the, like the spoken the spoken word. Yeah, I'm playing a clean version. So you, of that you do riff. three spoken word parts. This is, you do a spoken word part here. What's the cherry other? lime soda? Oh, and cherry and lime and soda. And that it. was the third one I was yeah. trying to because uh, I, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of first, first order, order in this yeah. song. I forgot about cherry lime soda. That's interesting. Um, I'm so glad we figured that out. Thank yes, you. <laughs> Tie that loose end up. Um, yeah. Um, lots of lots of good lines in this song. Um, so here's a ref. Um, <clears throat> all right. So you lost your faith in love. I lost my spine like a frightened child. Basically, um, we broke up when everything was going down with our singer mm-hmm. and, you know, um, me being a spineless piece of shit. Basically, <laughs> like that's that's that was like the, the, the that's catalyst. why that is the catalyst. Oh, wait, hold on. That's why this is fine. It's fine. Um, and we both lost something beautiful that if if you are a big noise brigade head you will know that i released a solo ep called something beautiful a long time ago you know you know know, as the friend looking outside looking at you Mm -hmm. 
it was like I know how much you cared for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just from the outside, mm-hmm. you've told me more on how that kind of relationship kind of went. Mm-hmm. But just from at that time, I remember just like I know how much this person cared, and I did not imagine mm-hmm. at this time. And if I told you, I never imagined you being with someone else. Yeah. So when this happened, it, like, holy shit! Like I was like, wow. Yeah. Did. Did Jupiter sink into Mars? What happened <laughs> what here? Fuck? I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty crazy. I think I think a lot of people but are in the same like boat. a lot of things in life, everything happens for it, a reason. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. And it's one of those things. And it's sometimes, obviously, the situation, like, listen to episode 18. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And it wasn't just meant to be. And yeah. maybe at some, maybe, I can't, I haven't been in a lot of relationships, but maybe it takes some of those moments to make you go, Okay, this it's time to it's time to move on. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I and that's that's okay. You know, you we know? we both of us grew a lot from mm-hmm. from our relationship and how 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 you know we, we it was it was yeah we both we both grew a lot from it and um I it was it was very necessary for both of us to yeah be who we are today you know yeah. and we're still I think, it was, I think it was like a healthier thing for each person in the situation maybe yeah. at the time when you felt like. I'm obviously speculating here, but like uh, maybe at the time when you felt like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. It was probably maybe the most healthiest thing at the time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and, you know, we were. What do I know, though? Nothing. <laughs> we were. We were both in our early 20s. And um, when you're in your early 20s and you're both musicians, like everything is so fucking big. And, you know, like like mm-hmm. everything is yeah. the end of the world kind of thing. And it was yeah. um, a lot of that. Um and but you know once once you're once you're out of it it's like okay that was this is it's better now yeah you know what i'm saying um great song we're still yeah we're dear friend of mine to this day still so yes. i'm very thankful for that thankful for you know all we went through together it's, it, 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 it ended if up, anything it just made it help maybe i'll take i'm speculating i have no idea what on on both of you guys had <laughs> it helped both of you maybe in some shape or form to just become better people yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. you know that's that's what this record is about that's right you know yeah, um right. So, 10 out of 10. <laughs> say 9 out of 10? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, one more thing before we move on from this song. Um, actually, a couple more things. The spoken word part um, is... So, Josh, my sweet baby boy, um, uh, he guitar tech for me, the Offspring show, that, that yeah. Josh, uh, Harlequin State Josh, who now is last light my guitarist i play bass one of my best friends man is killing it he's on tour with, like no bragging rights and yeah, shit he's awesome dude he's an amazing amazing guitarist what a great friend um he and i had a two-man uh side project way back in the I day i know when's that record coming out uh let's see <laughs> um it was called asthenia named after the blink 82 song um it was like a post-hardcore we were both sp- split and lead vocals kind of thing um we have a song called silence Mm-hmm. that I wrote um, and these lyrics bury me inside your heart so I can follow you to your grave those are that those are the lyrics from that song I just ah. I just copied it over that's um, what's up a nice little ref you know that's um, what's up. respect so I, I thought that was really cool uh, this has a classic Doug Jones where like I say a line and then the second time it comes by it's different uh, yes, crashing sir. waves have just turned into rain six months later I still feel the same the second time it's four years later and I still feel the same Ooh. um and yeah, this is a really good song. It's very sad. Uh, nine out of ten. The music video, 
It's our was our first serious video. It's crazy. I think we've always you know we've, we're funny guys, so we always want to portray that. If we have to portray ourselves with some visual media, mm. I'm always like, let's be fucking hilarious. Yeah, this is us. This is the first time we're like, let's try being serious. Yeah, it came out okay. And I think it came out yeah. okay. I I can't remember the homie's name who was in it. It was Luke's friend. I'm sorry, Isaiah. Maybe. No. If you guys have you guys seen that Berber ding Berber ding the Mudvayne video? Yeah, meme? he he made that. The, uh, that's that, that guy. That he guy. made that little lore for that you. Is, like that's the craziest that, shit yeah. in the world. Oh, uh, so but our friend Berber. Annie was in it in uh, in a photo. She was the star. She was the star. <laughs> it was kind of a cute thing where this person broke up with somebody and sees always picture everywhere. everywhere. Like we went to like a coffee shop to the park. It was just kind of a weird. It was it was a cool concept. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was our first serious video. You play your pink guitar in that video. I do. I don't have it anymore. The Daisy uh, Rock guitar. It's a piece of shit. It's not a piece of shit. Dude, I rock some insane pinchies on that guitar. It's actually a really good guitar. It's just that the neck was so small for my big ass hands that Mm. like I would I would always fret it out of tune. Oh yeah. So I was just like, this is not a very this is not a good guitar for me and my disgusting meat hands. (laughs) So great song though. I love it. I do love this song. Um Moving on. I went to St. John's and I lost everything. If I'm lucky enough to see you at all, the hardest part is knowing tonight we're not falling in love, falling apart. Cause you know that I'll run. <laughs> Funny song name, but not really a joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if I remember correctly, so Elias at the time, um, he actually named this song. So this is one of our only full... One of our only. Now we've had Cliffside and stuff, but like this is a full acoustic, full song. acoustic song. I wanted to have an acoustic song just because it was going to be a full length. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, Elias named this because because um, he uh, when he first moved to Portland, um, at the time he only lived in the St. John's area of Portland. And if you've ever been to St. John's, it's it's a place. Uh, but that's what he thought Portland was like for like months or so oh, or yeah. forever about a days. And anytime we would talk about that time, I was like, I went to St. John's and I lost everything. <laughs> so like this, I would, then I remember you, I think you either I or you wrote it in our list of song. Names. I think that was, yeah, I was like, it, like yeah. it lived in like the song names list for a long time. But, uh, yeah, um, it's an acoustic song. I think it's kind of off the same kind of thing of the last, last song moving on from somebody. Yeah. It, it is a little bit of a, of a, like an addendum, like a, all right, like like not like a sequel, but like it's it's a, a little bit of a continuation, you know. But you wrote you wrote a lot of this song. We also I think we split it down we pretty well. It, you we wrote the verses, I wrote the pre-chorus and the chorus. Yeah. Um. Once again, I use that same reference to that person in my life that I moved on from. And I and I my lyrics are about the about the same. I, so the I mean, like so, some kind of thing. So like we're both referencing people in our lives that we've lost. Yeah. And we're using it in this kind of form to say sucks yeah but this is fine <laughs> this is fine kind of kind of cute actually when i think about it i i think this is a it's i think a, it's a good it's, song it's a good it's song a- i didn't like it i i, I don't want to say i didn't like it but I, I i probably like liked it the least like i was no riffs <laughs> <laughs> earlier i said james was like my least favorite song i think maybe this was actually but like once again i once i revisited this god damn we were on it's, some a, it's shit, a good it's man. a good simple song it is it's a very all the melodies are very strong i remember um i had it pretty straightforward when i first introduced the skeleton yeah and then you came up with the idea of like well i don't want it to go this like this entire time because mm-hmm. my idea was to keep it the same way the entire time but change the melodies but then mm-hmm. you introduced the verse part like dude oh yeah to break it up a little bit yeah and um do you know do you remember what we called this song like when we first demoed it i can't remember 
the Doug and Nathan fuck song. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. This is the first. Actually, this is the first song we recorded on the album. Do you remember that? Was it? Yeah, we busted out the acoustics before we did anything else. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I guess so. Just so we can get out of the way. Yeah, I guess so. But um, I think it's a great song. I think the melodies are strong. I think it's a great the vocals chain or whatever they use, whatever is, is neither here or there. I think me personally, I you and me personally are singing very well in this song. Thank you for how I, I'm, I'm a little I'm there are some some instances on the song. I'm like, I should not have done that, but that's neither here nor there. We'll fix it. It's fine. <laughs> But um, the hardest part in this song, I remember, was that bridge. The hardest part is knowing that tonight we're not falling in love or falling apart. That's right. You're hoping, you. But you know that, but that bridge like, do, do, do. That shit's hard. It to doesn't play. sound hard, but you know why that song's hard? The, the string stretch. The, that and the string skipping. Mm-hmm. So Because, you, you know, I'm going to nerdy here, but like, you don't want to hit those open notes because it's going to make it. It's going to go into a wrong note. Yeah. And it's going to it's not going to sound good together. Fuck it up. I remember I remember I was doing that. And like one of the hardest things for me when recording is recording clean parts. Yeah. Because if you fret something weird, you picking it wrong and it's not consistent. At least to me, my ears are going to notice it. Like, it. And I'm like, fuck. Do you remember how to play that part? Huh? I can't even remember to this day. Well, you better learn. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll figure it out. Yeah. But like. I just remembered how to play the the beam 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 oh, like last part. week. Oh that my god! Hard. I like the chorus how it switches halfway with the chord changes. It's, if I'm making sense with that, so it's like I'm leaving the night on the next plane. You're following me on the freeway. No one around here that feels safe as I carry the weight of your lies. This is fine, and then right there, not our time. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Starts on the. Uh, when you sing it faster, that's like a sea shanty. It is kind of a sea shanty. <laughs> well, it's also in three four. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I wanted it to be a waltz kind of thing. So it's really rare for us to have a. We have only like I can think of like three songs in three. Yeah, this song. I like Kopiri writing in three four because I guess I like the I like the sway. Yeah, it kind of gives. You're good at it. I yeah. don't think I've. Well, oh, starting summer do. Yeah, I haven't written a three four song since starting summer. That's crazy. I think because I've listened to a lot of Knuckle Puck and stuff where they do a lot of that 3-4 yeah. stuff. So I was like, I want to remember stuff like that. You know, Something swangy. Yeah, a little, yeah. little bit of a swing to it. Um, I think I, I think people, a lot of people like this song. Yeah, this was, a li- this was Elias' favorite song. Yeah. Um, Maybe because he named it. but <laughs> Yeah, he actually had a lot to do with the, I think... Um, he does a lot. Of, I think he does some harmonies and he sings a couple parts on this song. Yeah, he, well, yeah I think... He had a lot to do with like I don't want to say the conceptual, but like some of the like imagery on this on this album. He kind of was con- he kind of yeah, contributed to that. Yeah, I, I, I remember I remember him making a point to be like I want to have references to the Northwest, like like mentioning freeways and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like he 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 his his fingers are in a lot of a lot of like pieces like yeah. that. You know, all over the record. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, I, I think it's a very simple acoustic pop tune. Yeah, and I think it's great. I think it's a well-written song. I do too. Yeah, um, harmonies can, are great. Elias did great on his harmonies. Um, I did um, great on my Luke harmonies. Luke did great. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Luke did not plan this song at all. <laughs> That's why I did great. Yeah, he's, he fucking nailed it. Uh, his pop, it could be his best performance set yet. <laughs> um, but uh, great song. I give it a nine out of ten. I give it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's time. Oh, it's finally here. It's finally oh my here. God. I can't believe we've come full circle. Holy shit. Oh, my fucking God. We're finally here. So, mustard and the ketchup. He's the, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> mustard in the ketchup packet. I always paid attention to all the people in one day. Do like, is that what I look like? Is that what I want? Does life get better when the channel comes off? I never thought I needed it as much as I need you. 
stories from a band that's <laughs> <laughs> This is, oh, if you have those, this is where our podcast tape comes from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember this was a joke. Like, you introduced, so, to me, the t- mustard in a ketchup packet. I th- Obviously, it's funny. It's silly, yeah. It's silly, but to me, I think of it as an analogy for imposter syndrome. Yeah. That's like that's how I think of it. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what this song is about. Yeah. It's just about it's it's about you know me growing up and lying about what I really am, being embarrassed to be who I lying am. Lying that you could play a uh, wild thing on the guitar in yes. your talent yes. shows. But like oh good times. I guess quick story on that. So one of the big <laughs> <laughs> So when I was in six um when I was growing up in the world <laughs> <laughs> I fought hard but came on yeah. Um when I I was in like in fourth grade or something maybe sixth it might be sixth yeah i can't i can't doesn't matter doesn't really matter all i know is that i lied a lot growing up to get mm. people to like me mm. as you do to try to make friends yeah. hey because you're always you know i'm sure you can have this too there's oh, the other yeah. kid in the other side who brings like in their super game boy and like man i don't have a super game boy but he has all the friends maybe if i lie and say i have a game boy three <laughs> people will start to be my friends <laughs> did you have a super game boy Yes. Things are badass. Yes. <laughs> you like me? <laughs> of course I like you. I don't have a super game. Okay. Boy. This is cool. <laughs> but um, I remember I told people I knew how to play the guitar. I did not know how to play the guitar. You still don't? I still to this day do not know how to play the guitar. But anyway, um, my teacher at the time caught wind of this, and she signed me up for the talent show. <laughs> Uh, oh, you can play guitar? Fuck, you're in, dude. And without even consulting me. First of all, fuck you for yeah. just doing that. I uh, don't remember the teacher's name. I think it's Miss Green. So fuck you, Miss Green. Holy shit. And she I started remember, a chain of events that would change to my life. Maybe fuck you, but also thanks, I guess. Yeah, I and I remember I had a, my my first guitar I got when I was like 10, like fucking seven years old. It was like a really crappy little thing from Costco. And I remember grabbing that thing. And I had my neighbor tune it for me. Mm. And I was like, okay, I will never touch the tuners on this thing. Yeah, Because I don't know how to do it. Yeah. And I, I used to lay mine all flat. And I had this book that had all these chords. Just the stress and anxiety made me try to learn wild thing very badly. Did you like power chords for it? Or real, real chords. chords? Real chords. shit. And I did it very terribly. Hmm. But I ended up checking it out. I was like, I can't do this, Miss Green. I, uh, I, I ended up just checking it out. Wow. But... I think I went up to her like, I can't. Oh, I think I made up some excuse saying my guitar broke and I couldn't do it. So, so, oh, I got a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thank God that didn't fucking yeah. happen. But I think I made that excuse. But anyway, as that stupid me was doing that, learning from my mistakes and maybe not trying to maybe do that, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I realized I like playing the guitar. Hey. And from there on, here I am now making a podcast. Thanks, Miss Green. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, like I said, this is just, just was me growing up, my imposter syndrome and lying to people to get people to like me. And I, I like the line in here where it's... um. Well, I like changing the line, but my head is still right next to you. I like changing that to my dick is still right <laughs> next to you. Hell yeah. <laughs> but the line is, it's purely confrontational trying to get the best of my heart. Like, like it's it's literal in that sense where really, I'm just trying to be cool in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. right now. So, but I... I love this song. Me this is too. A great, this is our fastest fucking song, and it, I wanted to be a fast song. Yeah. Just a fuck. It's a fucking river. I remember introducing it to Elias at the time. I wrote it very quickly. I was in this room, actually, that we're in right now when I wrote it. Huh. Um, when our beds were over here and the TV was over there, I remember I sat down on the bed right here, yeah. and I wrote the entire song on the edge of my bed. Yeah. I remember you sending a demo. Uh, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. This is like, I remember, I remember uh, thinking that it sounded like the Swellers. 
that a lot of swells at the time. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit, a lot of influence from the swellers. And I think one another four of came calling where I'm really spitting on some of the verse on the chorus there. Yep. And I remember going, I think it's, I think it's a sick melody. That's, yeah. Um, and I remember going next day to Elias, just Elias to the practice space. I'm like, and the trademark, I want you to play this as fast as you fucking yeah. can. <laughs> He's like, fuck, okay, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I like, I wanted that big, like, like I wanted to start off kind of hooky, where mm-hmm. a really strong melody, where, nah, 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 mm-hmm. and then I would just, with the distorted guitar. Yeah. Not often, not often do we start songs with vocals on guitar like that. Yeah, where it's like know? full blown like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the, and your, your, the theme song you hear is just an updated version of that song. Yeah, it's just like drop the half step, but, yeah. but it's and it's got some cool little bells and whistles. But, uh, and we'll we'll expand upon that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I fucking love this song, and this is a song actually. It's it's such a good song, and you know one thing, you know, to me personally, also, you know, what makes a good song if you can play it acoustically. Yeah, and this song works very well acoustically. It really does. It, we, if you if you kind of yeehaw it up a little bit, yeah. It's, I think this is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of meaning to it. And, you know, the melodies are great. Uh, it's a simple, you know, three, four chord song, you know, but you get a lot out of it. Yes. <clears throat> um, and I remember being fucking jacked to have the song on the record. I remember you showed it like, this has got to yeah. go on. Like, whatever songs, whatever songs don't make the record, this has got to be one of them that, that makes oh, yeah. it, you know? I think, I think, I think this was like one of the first examples we started using. Um, I think there's some references in here, but I, this is where I really noticed that we started using those suspended, two, suspended two chords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, this song in, uh, summer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. like, like, if you know music theory, I don't know. It's just like a really cool sounding nine chord in some it's way. A chord that sounds like this. Yeah, very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. well, you, if you are a music theorist or know anything about you, that chord is everywhere in our songs. Like, yeah, it, maybe not in that that maybe not, not that, that particular chord, key, but like, like that's some kind of reference to that. Yeah, that we use it all the time, and we actually loved it so much that we made a conscious decision on our next record to ha- like, okay, that's like the sound. Like we, that's yeah. we're gonna have that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of tied everything together. So yeah, um, yeah. I think this song, this song, we recorded it a little bit too fast. It is a little bit fast. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, um, it, it, the the punk parts sound great at that speed, but like when it slows down, it's a little bit too fast. Yeah, I, think, I agree. Know? But we'll fix it. It's all right. Um, I mean, also, also my vocal performance is fucking terrible. I think in this. on this song, you think so? I think so. I don't know. I think personally. This is neither here or there. I think the way my vocals were edited in this entire thing, it, it's it's a combination of the editing and my performance. Mm. I don't think that's that great. But this was like, that's all right. It's neither here or there. It doesn't matter. But like, we'll fix it. Doesn't matter. But other than that, great song. Eleven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, this is this is eleven. This is a fucking amazing track, dude. Um, we want to bring it back, but like, we also don't play a lot of fast songs. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Maybe we'll I think I think this is one of the things for like depending on the show. Like maybe if we're playing with like, but like also like also another reference between Swellers. I my, one of my favorite fans in my top five is No Use for a Name, mm-hmm. and that's I got a lot of influence with this. Just a very fast, but it's very melodic. Yeah, that's why it works so well acoustically because. Yeah. You break it down, slow it down. It's just a very beautiful song. Yeah. But you can ramp it up and just have the very, very melodic. It's all the great, all the great punk rock songs. You can strip them down to just the voice and the guitar, and it's still a great yeah, song. Yeah, this is a great example of that. I agree. Um, Might be up my own ass about it, but I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I love, I love, op- I love opening our acoustic shows with this song. I yes, think it's, I think it's awesome. Um, this is yeah one of my favorite Noise Brigade songs. Yeah, easily. Same here, yeah. It always has been ever since you showed it. Um, 
I love the title too. Yeah, although silly, it makes sense. Yeah, I remember. I love. I used to love fucking in, in, introducing this song at shows and be like, "You ever get a fucking cheeseburger?" And he's like, "It's like you get there's fucking mustard in the ketchup." That's what the song's about. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. Sure. Um, yeah, rocker. Um, All right. I love the. I have beef with the ending of this song. Okay, not with go. not with not with you. Okay. The way it's edited. Um, the have you ever paid attention to this? But like when you're ringing out that last fucking chord, uh-huh. it just cuts out, and you can hear like the reverb tail. Like like they just like cut the waveform, uh, and like you hear the reverb tail. My problem with this song is that the I feel like the bass is not compressed correctly. Yeah, like there are some parts where it really it just, jumps, it just spikes, like, hits. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I, uh, it's all right. That's <laughs> neither here or there. Who gives a shit? We're talking about the song. We'll fix it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, eleven out of ten. Yeah. Did you hear that? There's three eleven this out of ten. This is crazy. Songs. This shit. We be odd some, dude. We were odd, odd some shit. shit. All right. Um, last but not least, definitely not not least. least at all. Love this song. I fucking love this song. Jobbers this- in high spots. Days, all you can do is just survive to make it home at night. And I believe that all I need is good company, and that's just what I found. So if you're wondering, I'm down. What a closer. You write a lot of the closers. I do. Um, this uh, Jobbers in High Spots is another pro wrestling reference. A jobber is someone who maybe like, a, like if, for example, WWE, they're touring around the US. Mm-hmm. If there's this there's this new, new uh, wrestler that they're trying to like push like you know get to, to get them to the top you know yeah. um the, I mean, sometimes they'll they'll pull in like local talent from the area that are like indie wrestlers and um they'll they call it doing the job like losing mm-hmm. in pro wrestling is doing the job um and if that's your role you're a jobber um and a high spot is like you know a climactic part of of a match maybe like some jumping off a ladder elbow drop off a ladder like holy shit that's a high spot you would never see a jobber in a high spot and to me we are the jobbers in a high spot you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) I was there (laughs) uh, this this is one of my favorite song days I love this song I um this song ties the whole record together for me um I think it's a perfect closer um I think so too it's it's chock full of references to our friends bands. That's right. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, so I mean, if yeah, I mean, like what wired for havoc. Yeah. Um, um, what else? There's wired uh, old hounds. Oh, that's right. Um, divides. Mm-hmm. It's funny. You do that again in the next time. <laughs> oh, there's also a noise brigade reference. This is uh, this is the ride. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, We're our own friend. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this song's just just reflecting on the on the most fucked up year of my life, probably. Um, everything from that's crazy. Twenty sixteen was like maybe yours and me, like some of the worst times, but also some of the best times. It was it was a mixed mag, but mixed bag. A lot, it was, of high, a lot of ups and downs. It was the hardest year of my life, but one of the best at the same, same time. time. Yes, that's sir. Real. Yes, that, sir. That meant what I said. Um, I believe some days all you can do is just survive and make it home at night. And I believe that all I need is good company, and that's just what I found. And that's my boys. Bad company. <laughs> Another interesting thing. Uh, I think I think the the lyrics are miss. I, I don't. I'm not known to sing very clearly. Uh, the pre-chorus is um, let's t- let's take a drive and talk it out, or whatever you want to talk about. It's cool. I just feel good with you. 
I think a lot of people think it's whatever you want to talk about is cool, but it's no, it's whatever you want to talk about. It's cool. I just feel good with you. Ah, so, <laughs> you sneaky bastard. Motherfucker. Um, a lot of our favorite bands also, we can't understand what the fuck they're saying. Very, yeah, if you're an day. AFI fan, what does he fucking say? What know. is he saying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Half all of Insomniac from Green Day, what does he say? I don't know. You, I don't know. Even if you knew the words, it, it doesn't make any sense. forever to understand. What's the first song on the record? Uh, um, uh, uh, Armitage, Armitage Shanks. Shanks. Yeah. I have no idea what he was saying for years. I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as of today, this past year has been the hardest of my life, but one of the best at the same time. And yeah, today I'm fighting tooth and nail, old hounds reference, just to get by. That's right. But I'm getting by. It's not. It's on tooth and nail to the record co- record no. label. Oh. So hold on tight. Shut this is the PX. ride. No complaints. Yeah, this is fine, and I'm moving forward on my own time. Love it. Uh, Great way to end the song. I don't think another song. Like I said, you know, this is the time where I've, like I said, I reiterate, you know, you have a lot more of those moments where you just write a song and I don't want to touch it. It's fine. Yeah. This um, is fine. Well, you wrote, you wrote the second verse. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, you, you, I, this is funny. You finish the second verse. It'll never bring me down. Okay. So actually, I want to touch on your, your lyrics on the second verse. It's hard to say what happened then could never happen now, but I feel good. And how do we know? How do we know things will be in here for now? I'm in the right place here in town. It'll never bring me down. You know, it's to, to me. I always interpreted that like, should, yeah, we like we did all the stuff in the past. Who right. knows where, where like we're here now? Who knows where this can go? And I feel like we're. I feel the same way today. You know, who knows? Who fucking who knows? fucking knows? And I, I think it's very funny that you ended on "It'll Never Bring Me Down." Why for another why for having? And then I fucking I, think start- I, I knew your reference there, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do another one. Yeah. So why for having? This song is about you. Yeah. <laughs> the next line is "Roll with the punches." Motherfuckers. I, we love that. We love why for havoc. I guess. Um, if you haven't listened to the song I'm featured in, I think you know. Please listen to Spotify. Holy shit, dude! That chorus is out of control, man. Um. Yeah, I, I, I've always loved. Um, I. There's an example, um, less than Jake, the brightest bulb, the brightest. Yeah, I remember you were telling me like I like you like the brightest bulb that burned. The out brightest bulb has burned out slash screws fall out. There we go. Um, I love a closer that starts specifically clean electric, not acoustic, mm-hmm. and then it builds into the big rager. That's that's what I wanted to do with this song. And um, yeah, it's it's fucking sweet. Uh, I love th- my favorite part of the song is the bridge, where it's got the like, the, the build up and the chord progression is all kind of fucked up. Yeah, and then it goes into that sweet ass guitar solo. The, yeah, dude. I think one of the your only solos. Opus. Oh. I, that is your give a shit about guitar solos the mother that is your best guitar solo you think to so? this day Holy that is your shit. best guitar solo it's so because it's, it's so melodic it, yeah because the best guitar solos are the ones that sound like that's singing and yeah. that is one you know it's i could care less about the ying wei malmsteeds and the fucking steve eyes if you like that shit or Fuck you, know, you. What, <laughs> or where, who else who else is um toast toast and Nabasi. yeah that's great. If you were into that shit, you're a fucking nerd. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's great. You know, but off, to me, the to me, 
and I feel like if you have to do a solo nowadays, the best solos are, are the ones like that. Like yeah. the comfortably numb solo was like that from Pink Floyd. You know? Beep. Where it, it sounds like someone's singing. That's yeah. how it, that to me, that's how a solo should be. Yeah. Uh, our buddy RJ, I remember, it was like always wanted me to like he wanted I remember one time he wanted me to like send him a video of me playing the solo so he could learn it. It's it's it rocks. It's a great solo. Um this is another um when Riley asked us about um writing vocals a while ago, um this is what I was talking about where I wrote that um, I wrote that lead first yeah, and I fit, uh, I fit the lyrics before it uh, to that melody. Um, good song. It's a good song. Um, it ties the whole record together. It, it ends in a great way. Um, there, there is a, <clears throat> there is a divides reference um, walls and doors and vines and thorns at the vines and thorns is a, ah. my, my, I, think, I think my favorite divides. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, just, um, reflecting on this last insane year of my life um yep yes, and it was just being so thankful that i've got this company i think i think the all i need is good company that i think that i wrote that like thinking about you guys being there for me when my dad died i'm oh, pretty yeah, sure yeah. and I, that I line that, yeah. that line i referenced later in sure thing that's ah, that's where a good company sure comes thing. from i always thought that sure thing was a sequel to this song basically in some sort yeah of way. basically yeah. yeah um in some way shape or form it is yep yeah, I would give this one not an eleven, but I would give it a ten. I give it a ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. And we ended with this. We ended the song for years. We did. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the special shows, like we're gonna end with jobbers. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we couldn't do it all the time because, like, if we were opening, it wouldn't feel like right. You know, right? Like, yeah. But um, if things. it was like our show or something, we would. We would a lot of times we would end yeah, with jobbers. 100%. But uh, yeah, great record overall. Nine out of ten. I completely agree. I think this is. Um, it's hard. The mix is it's, really it's, it bad. It is. It's 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 hard to listen to. But if you just listen to it for the songs, God I think, damn, I think, I think, I think they're I think they're fucking great. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I I was very proud of it at the time. I remember walking. Um, the same here. I was very stoked when I first got the second mix back. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is so. And it's probably because the the first one I did not like. So yeah. So maybe it placeboed us. Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when I got the when we got like the mix back and I remember walking around our neighborhood for just hours, listening to it on repeat and I was like, just welling up with tears. Like I'm so fucking proud yeah. of these guys. I mean, same here. I mean, to this day, I'm very proud of this record. Me too. No, I don't care. Listen, I don't give a shit about what the, how it sounds. I don't give a shit about how we could we have done better performance. Yeah, sure. Could we have maybe waited a bit more and mixed it? Where? Yeah, sure. Sure. But I, no matter what the song are still great to me. I agree. And that's and all that matters because like I said, at the end of the day, you can't polish a turd. And <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but, the, but you know what? Like I said, at the end of the day, it's the songs that matter. Yeah. I, I truly believe that. I agree. Cause I've listened to some songs where it sounds great. It's the, it's polished. It sounds fucking wonderful. Terrible song. This is the opposite. This is the opposite <laughs> <Yeah>. of that. <laughs> I think the, I think all of these songs are fucking amazing. This, the production is just not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Our, I, when I when I when I listen to this album, I just think of us. I think of me and my three best friends hanging out in New York, cold up in that studio oh, for a it was week. So fun, dude! Even though it's a small studio, it was just so fun to be there. You can hear, you can hear, because we were still. I was twenty three. Yeah. Um, we were still young, and you can hear the, the that we still have that youthful energy on this record. And if when we we were playing as a band we sound like a like a band not like yeah. we weren't programmed drums these are real drums um you it feels cohesive um 
I have so much love for this album. Yeah, and to I'm this like, day. I think it's one of our best album covers too. I agree. I love our friend Andrew Lee did that cover for it. Shout out to Andrew. Mm-hmm. He did our last one as well. Um, I think he just had his picture of a flower. And we fucking loved it. And I think it works well with this rain thing in the back. I think it's sick. I love this album yeah. cover. Um, it's iconic. My yeah. sister has a tattoo of it. That's so sick. I love it. Uh, a lot of our, a lot of the song names are awesome. It's just some everything about this album except for the mix is fucking amazing. Yes, I love this record. Um, the mix doesn't even matter. It's not even that bad. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's like, like it doesn't matter. It like, doesn't it, matter. Like, at least to me, like obviously, you know, it, it just uh, to me, it just brings back to that awesome week. Mm-hmm. And then after that, going to watch Triple X in Central Park. <laughs> we purpose. <laughs> so we purposefully we purposefully gave ourselves an act. No. Yeah, I think we plan on having an extra day. To yeah, just that's why we rushed this record. We were like, we need to have one day to hang out in New York. It was, <laughs> it was the first time we'd all. No, well, me and Luke had been to New York City, but it was the first time for you and Elias. Yeah, and none of you have been to New York City, and mm. you know, we we took the train over there, and you know, we went to Times Square. We did all the touristy crap. We we're did. like, man, we're like, we're like looking at like this is a city. It was crazy. This is a it's a little bit bigger than Anchorage. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. We're bigger than Portland. I remember also we went to the Plaza Hotel, and we're like, this looks nothing like this hotel in it, in Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> And we watched. also cool tip. If you're trying to find a sh- place to shit in Central Park, go to the plaza. Yeah, there's a toaster. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that was that was such a fucking fun day. We went to go see Triple X. Yeah, what, the, what was the I can't subtitle? remember. It was the return of Xander Cage. That's crazy. Crap. Not straight edge. Crap, what a shit. I think he is. I think isn't that is that's, straight the, edge? that's the shtick. He's straight edge. That's crazy. Three X's. Well, well, no. Doesn't that third X stand for sex or something? I don't know. That's all bullshit. Is it? Okay. I mean, whatever. What do the 3Xs stand for? I don't know. It's some straight well, edge yeah, person Well, it originally was like, don't, you know, the, the minor threat song? Yeah, it was drugs, alcohol, and sex. Yeah. It well, it's, sex. Like, it's like, yeah, promiscuous sex. Yeah, I guess was the... Okay. Well, what about the it's part... It's not bullshit. I okay. Well, what about the part of the movie we had sex with like three chicks? It's not straight edge. You're right. Triple X, triple lame. That's just... Movie sucked anyway. Yeah. I fell asleep. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> there were no good parts. Yeah. Uh, I love how also in the back of this, in the little slip, we all thank your mom. <laughs> oh yeah, my mom's awesome, dude. Yeah, th- we have. Uh, there's no lyrics in the booklet, but there's a lot of thanks. Mine is really long. So is Luke's. Life is very short and sweet to the point. I, I have no one to thank. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. I thank my boss and my coworkers for allowing me to fucking do this. That's pretty sweet. I said, but mine says, and a big fuck you to Zach Efron for not responding to my tweets. <laughs> and in parentheses, seriously, I uh, seriously though, hit me up, bro. We can have a good time. <laughs> this day, Zach Efron, if you're listening, let's be friends. <laughs> it's funny. Everybody thanks my mom individually, and then and then the as a band, we also thank my mom. And the first person we thank as a band is Annie. Ah uh, yes, Annie was a big part in everything we did when when she was in our inner circle at the time. Yeah, she's st- she's still and a she's huge still, part of you know, our lives. Yeah, you know, you know, we'll get to more Annie. We, we she's mentioned on the show. She was like, oh, yeah. she was one. Of, Annie was one of the first. Just real quick, Annie, if you're listening, I'm gonna have to gloat about how awesome you are. She was one of the first people that we ever trusted outside of our band to handle anything. Because mm-hmm. like I said before, we had a very hard time doing that yeah. if it wasn't in our inner circle. It wasn't either going to get done or we just did not have communication. Yeah. And he was the only person who was in our inner circle that really didn't have anything to do with our band that got shit done for us. And she believed in us. She did. You know, mm-hmm. she's a wonderful friend. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
once again, I just want to reiterate, thank you, Pete. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, everybody at Manicat that helped us with this record at the time. Yes. Thank uh, you for helping us, helping me fulfill a lifelong, like a childhood dream of recording a record in a studio with my friends. Yes. I will never, ever forget this week. And I'm so thankful that we got this opportunity and we, you know, then product, it is what it is. I'm still so fucking proud. I'm more proud of this record than anything we did as a, as a five piece. hundred percent. I like this album is so special to me. Yes. hundred percent. If you want to listen to it, it's on Spotify. It's on all streaming platforms. If you don't want to use Spotify, people keep asking us why if we're just listen, we're on all streaming platforms. <laughs> we're on Deezer. Motherfucker. Okay. We're on everywhere. We're on you, Podbean. I get Spotify. I get you don't want to use it. That's fine. It's hundred percent. That's why there are other options. Yeah. Every time I say it, someone always asks me, are you guys only on Spotify? No. What did I just say? We're hey, on easy, everywhere easy. but Spotify. <laughs> we should start using Tidal. Huh? Like, we should start using... I guess Tidal pays the most to artists. You know How that? much is it to use, though? I don't fucking know. Too much. I think it's the best quality, too, isn't it? I think so. Right on. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> love it. Any any closing thoughts? No, I think we touched on everything. Um, I'm so proud of this record. And... um. I think we can let the cat out of the bag a little, out a little bit. I think we we really do want to re-record this record. Yeah. Um, soft announcement, I guess. So I don't know. We'll, we'll whatever. Who gives we'll, a shit? We'll work. We're on doing it. at this time our band. We're just doing shit on our own terms. We're just we, doing whatever what we, we want. fucking feel like. Yeah. It. We're not trying to like meet any. We're not. We don't try to meet any quota or meet any algorithm. We, we're right now. This band. We're just doing it because it's it's a creative outlet and it's fun for us. We're just guys being dudes. Just, and so whenever we want to do something, yeah, we're gonna fucking do it. We have the technology. That's right. That's all that fucking matters. But so, yeah, same here. Great week. One of the best times of my life. Um, if you if you love this album like we do, let us know. Um, you know, if you remember any of these songs. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's there's just fucking shit rocks, dude. Hell yeah. Proud it's always it. a staple in my life. Very proud of it. But yeah, let's end it here. Yeah. Thank you again for listening. This is a long fucking episode. Long episode. If you listen to it, everything, we appreciate you for coming this far. No, hopefully, if you if you've been listening, you're cooking or something, or you're at work just trying to get through a log day. We Some days, all you can do is just survive. <laughs> That's right. So we appreciate you putting us in your ear holes. Yep. And everything. Um, I guess it for me. Yeah, me too. Um, and you know what? It only <laughs> it only gets better from here. It's true. Our next record is even fucking better. This, every <laughs> record after this has gotten better. It so. only gets better. This, the songwriting is is good. Is better. I feel like after this, we're like, okay, we know how to write songs now. Now let's make him sound good. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a very important step. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Remember, if you have anything you want to send to us or anything you want to tell, tell us we're wrong about, mustard and ketchup907 at gmail.com. Please hit us up or even on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere messages. Yeah. And you can contact us. We're not shy. I think we're nice. Yeah. I think so. And yeah. Anyway. And you can't smell us if you're emailing us. That's, that's true. Better, yeah. That is 100% true. So. Once again, I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.